YouTube. Hi, Facebook. Hi, Twitch and, and Twitter, if anybody could even see it anymore. Uh, I'm just a word for makingstarwars.net. Hi, Internet. Hi, podcast people. Also, make sure you subscribe to the show on Spotify and give it a thumbs up or whatever their equivalent is. Give it a good rating, all that jazz. Like this video, whichever platform you're watching it on, um, or I'll hate you forever. Uh, and uh, be a channel member on YouTube if you want to support the show. You can also support the show as a different kind of channel member on Spotify, it turns out now. So if that's better for you or you have a hard time subscribing on YouTube because they make it so difficult for no reason, I don't know why it's so hard. It's like they don't want your money. I want your money, but YouTube doesn't. I don't know why. Um, but anyways, uh, I'm going to let Rob come on the show. But Rob right now is adding a second coat of wax to Tom Cruise's car. Oh, hey, you're done. You're good. It's all wax. How's it? <laughs> You've been wanting to talk about me waxing Tom Cruise for six months now, Jason. You finally worked that joke in, huh? <laughs> um, yesterday, I was at this monster shop, and they had the coolest brad pitt as louis point de la from interview with the vampire and i was like oh is there is there the lestat version no there's not because he won't let his likeness be used oh yeah, yeah. i hate tom cruise i hate him the it Jason. looks the brad pitt looks so it good just, too you're I'd just bummed you're just bummed out about indy you're taking it out on tom cruise all right <laughs> it's not but, his um, fault no, it has nothing to do with Indy. It has to do with... It's not Tom his fault. It has to do with cruise control. Can't wait, man. Um, <laughs> all right. Eight so, more days. Um, Actually, uh, a show was... um. Oh, God. Eight more days until Tom Cruise does this. Tom Cruise should just jump Caesar's Palace. That would be more fun. All right. Uh, I'd watch it. <laughs> you would watch it. <laughs> um, all right. So, oh, really quickly. Bonus Eggs says, Kathleen Kennedy. That's kind of the topic of the show. Uh, let's talk about Kathleen Kennedy and Star Wars. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy uh, made my serial sogging and recorded over my favorite VHS tape. To be fair, bonus egg, she probably made the movies on those VHS tapes, though. Um, did you Kathy bait the audience today, Jason? I did. Is that what you did? Yeah, and Ben brings up something. Uh, I saw this through Ben, I think. Uh, hey, I have the same opinion as Christian Harloff, okay? And so right here is Christian Harloff's opinion. And um, for the record, uh, I'm not I, – I, I think his take is his take. It's totally fine. Um, no disrespect on that, but you have to look at it like a sports fan. You can be a fan of the team and realize that the coach they hired just isn't winning the games, made some plays that worked, but most of them didn't. It might be time for that coach to coach another team. Now, a difference, though. What, well, a difference, though. yeah, there's a big difference. Yeah. You, I'll let you speak, but let me get this out. Cause, cause I just want people to get, here's the problem get with these sports get it out, cruise, cruise control on. Here's the problem with these sports analogies. Um, in sports like football, you have high school teams with coaches, college teams with coaches, and then professional level teams, right, with coaches. There's not the same system for producers yeah. in Hollywood. You don't have a truck of producers going down at the, the high school level that then graduate to the college level. A24, bro. Professional. No, I'm kidding. Right, I'm, yeah. It's, like, kidding. It's, the same, it's the same group of less than – it's got to be less than 100, but 50 active right. working ex executives, right, that can go to a CEO level. Yeah. You know, and, and maybe maybe even 20. And they don't they don't retire, like, at 30 or 40 or 50. They're in this till they're 70. They're in this as long as possible. So it's like, 
Who are you going to go with? Well, okay. I'm just curious and, because, well, like, they're, they're, if, if you asked Harloff the same question yeah. in 2017, he would have said Kevin Feige or John Favreau, and now he won't. He well, wouldn't and, say that. And here, here's here's why ultimately, like, I I I I see his point of when a producer right. has a bunch of losses and there's no winning in sight, it is time to move on. 100. Right. Like, I I, I see I his point there. But the thing about it is, in sports, you put the ball in the hole. That doesn't change. So you could come up with new strategies to get the ball in the hole. But the thing about it is, is uh, everything with film and art, it the goalpost is always moving. What worked in 2015 does not work in 2023. That's why 2019 or yeah, 2019 strategies aren't working in 2023 for like films. Art is not the same as sports. It never is going to be. Jock rock ruined music. You just want to keep the sports away from from art. It just it does not work. It's it's a his point. I see. I agree with this point. I don't agree with his analogy. Does that make is that fair? Does that seem like I mean? I would. I mean, I, that's what I'm trying to tell you. I, yeah. I agree with this point. I don't agree with the analogy. Yeah. It's like saying you know what? None of these comedians are. They're not my cup. They're not working. Time to clean them out and get some new comedians. It's like you just make funny people. It's subjective. It's this. There's at the end of the day, they're making subjective stuff. And and so I was having a conversation with a friend of mine who is a filmmaker, actively mm -hmm. right now in Hollywood, and that's why I was late. And I called him up. I'm like, I don't bug you, but happy Independent Colonizers Day. And I <laughs> wanted to talk to him about. Yeah, I was like, you know, this guy's written and produced films, major motion pictures, and I'm like, right. who would you who would you put in charge? He's like, he don't know. And and that you know, that, like, that is that no no that that right there is 100 the nightmare scenario because who does take Kathleen Kennedy's place and it can't just be somebody who you like because you like the last Spider-Man movie they made that's just not how this actually works in the end like like you liked Mangold's Wolverine movie did you like his Indiana Jones so should he make all Star Wars movies because you like the Wolverine movie and but then he made Indiana Jones and you didn't like so it's it's not how, like how it works. Tony There's Gilroy's not a good Star answer. Wars. Yeah. I like Tony Gilroy's Star Wars a lot, right? Sure. But I want him busy making that. I don't want him busy signing off on productions and having meetings all day about seven other projects that may or may not get made. Like, you need someone who who handles that job. Like, they think, you know, because you, you don't you don't want an executive producer who's ghost directing, like. Mm -hmm. You yeah. don't want a Kurt situation, right? Where he thinks he's a director, but he's a producer. You don't. It's not. You don't well, want that. What, what's What's funny about it, though, her is that it like it's a really difficult thing to explain to a general audience the difference between a creative producer and Kathleen Kennedy does fall into the creative producer purview, but then she backs the fuck off to such a degree where if you're not fucking up, she's not really a creative producer at that moment anymore. That that's right. what's kind of interesting about her. Like she she's not sitting there in her hot tub going, you know what I want to see? I want to see some lesbians make Star Wars. Like she doesn't do that. <laughs> that's not her thing. The lesbians come to her and say, "We want to make Star Wars." She goes, "What's your pitch?" They you, say it's you frozen. can actually hear her like, talk about, and then, and then, have, then they make it. You can but hear the, her. the the weirdos take it into such a a place where what Ben's bringing up is that you can't critique her without seeming like you're part of the clan over there on, you know what I mean? Right. And the same guys right. who are saying, you need to get rid of her because Indiana Jones failed are the same guys that contributed to Indiana Jones failing by the, with their made up schlock about what the movie was and their made up stories about it. It's I still stand 
Crystal Skull is a far worse movie. So the first know, half of no, Crystal Skull is is a much better movie though. That's, that's yeah, the did you hear? Did you hear Red Letter Media? I haven't watched it yet. Is it good? They, they, is it funny? They, they basically were like, Crystal Skull, the first half is great, but the second half of this one's good. And they want to put those two together. There you go. <laughs> I was and like, that's nerds. what I've always said. Ner- I've always nerd- said this that. Is yeah, like, no, but... This is like when you date a girl and she's like, I wish I could take three boyfriends and put them together to make as a true. Right? right? Like the perfect man. Right? Yes. The perfect person. <laughs> yeah. You know, the good guy. Right? Yeah. Yeah. As a true, who would you put in charge of Star Wars? The Lego guys? See, Michael Bay. Michael Bay. Attitude says Michael Bay. Michael Bay. You literally, you said, you said what I've said. Like, I don't want a creative like in charge. I yeah. want them making stuff. It doesn't make any sense. Like, people have been banging on for like the last what feels like almost a decade now since the Force Awakens came out that they want Dave to replace him. It's like he that's not what he's good at. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it, it makes no sense. They, they if don't you care. like what Dave is doing, you don't even want Dave getting promoted anymore. You want Dave right in that. I mean, I'm obviously we want, want the best for Dave, but in reality, you don't want Dave becoming the CEO, the president of Disney. You don't want yeah, that. Yeah. That's not I'm gonna the get president you of Disney. Oh yeah. no! You, oh my why god! Do, I'm why did we say his name? El Presidente Felone. That's what you call me. I can't wait. I know, Jason. When when I'm president of Disney, you you don't get no mac and cheese at Star Wars no more. Do I you don't get it? Do I have you to call get you com- Commandant Filoni? You got wax my car. I'll be on super chat. I I, didn't, I just saw it. By the way, uh, Filoni, you got to change your background, man. It's not your birthday month anymore. It's not your birthday month anymore, Filoni. Uh, Lonely Lizard gave a super chat. When and thank you, Lonely Lizard, and said any word on when the final Ahsoka trailer will drop. Yeah, I hate to be like the the cookie cutter thing, but we were always here like about a month before. And this that's like the, the same as everything else. And on this one, why I found it why I find it interesting is they are supposed to start doing different rollouts. So like the old the patterns of yesteryear don't won't apply going forward, but I think Ahsoka might still uh be the business as usual. So but, I'm expecting business as usual for Ahsoka, not for Skeleton Crew. Does that? Does but I want to get back to, to to actual yeah. answers. But, but back to the thing here, tangenting, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. So who at Universal? Me, so. <laughs> is Universal is every movie at Universal doing well? Like the majority of them? Like are they creatively satisfying you? How about Paramount? Mm-hmm. How about how about Sony? How about I Warner mean, Brothers? I'm like, just going uh, through. How about Lionsgate? Is Lionsgate is doing your? Is A24? Is everything at A24? I may have friends who hate everything mm-hmm. everywhere you know what i mean and they're the ones complain also about i'm like well so who is doing you know kevin feige ain't, bad robot ain't making nothing they take 500 million from warners and don't make nothing like you figure that one out <laughs> like, yeah i'm well, just trying well, to figure out like who but, do you but, go to and then, well here's the other thing is like I, I i actually think when you get down to it indiana jones and the dial of destiny is an above average film it's an above average popcorn movie I, I everybody could have their fucking gripes because they have this relationship with the fictional character and all that stuff. All they want, I'm just saying objectively, it's a much more well-made popcorn movie than than your average popcorn movie. Same yeah, with that the Mummy. Said, Tom Cruise is the Mummy. No, no, Tom Cruise. It's above. That was boring. No, it wasn't. It was boring. It's above it's not, average. It's Brandon Fraser's. Uh, mummy no, I'm talking about the 2017. The Mummy is a five. Tom Cruise's I mummy know it is. is a 1.5. No, it's 
no, no. When I was out in LA for Battlefront Two stuff, they yeah. had um, next to the hotel we was at in Hollywood. It they had like a massive mummy, like thirty feet in the air. It was everywhere around Hollywood was all mummy, mummy, mummy. Did was... it go? Did it go? Deepens. <laughs> no. Okay. No, no, just, no, 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 no. They, they said they said Jesus. <laughs> hey, what? hey, what's the difference? Hey, you, you, think, that, you, you think you're making a, a clever point? <laughs> You're self-defeating <laughs> yourself right now on that one. I know. I know. That's what I do. I but self-defeat myself. Yeah. Self-defeat. Yeah. No, um, no, I'm in a dark place. No, but uh, but anyways, the uh, the thing is, like, I, I, am, um, I am of the opinion uh-huh. that we are to a point with Kathleen Kennedy where uh-huh. she has probably, in terms of what she does give, has given a lot. And and has had wins and losses and all of that. And I honestly don't think if Indiana Jones was a different movie, I don't think it was going to perform any different. No, I, I, I agree. I, I think agree. it. I think it was kind of kind of screwed out the gate. It could be like at it. ten so times better, and it would struggle. Like yeah, yeah. it was like gonna. I, th- I think I, th- I think because obviously we had the la- uh, the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull with mm-hmm. such a long gap. Even if that was much better to a lot of people it wouldn't really have affected this one because it's like you're getting to within like i know it's just over a decade but it's it, it was a longer gap beforehand they let it fall off the last one. they let it fall yeah. off no, time's got nothing to do with it um yeah it does look yeah, it does. if it There's was a, a big adventure it. it's a, there was okay top no, gun no, 2 shouldn't have made rob, a billion dollars of time had avatar shouldn't have made two rob, billion of it rob, time okay 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 rob moving forward i want you to make the same points without avatar or top gun because if it's a universal but there literally came out like the last time an indiana jones movie came out like yes. the yes. same it, distance it, it, it depends on the project like avatar's different like pete you know, it did so well, but then it, you know there was a forty. But then everyone gap. hated on it for the better part of 12, 15 years. Not and as then much a sequel as, came like, out. Not as much as Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. That's for sure. Like, my 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 point, Rob, is that it actually like you were you weren't taking those hits as a true like I was. You have no, no idea. I could come on here and tell you I didn't like Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, and everyone would tell me it was actually really good. I come on here and tell you I like Avatar, bro. They still won't Rob, let it go. I've seen know? Indiana Jones three times now. And you know, want to know the, want to know what the difference in the demographics are at every screening I went to? It's all me and you, and none of the guy downstairs here below me. It's all us. We did come yeah. out to see Indiana Jones, and they didn't. They went out to see the the Flash, and we didn't. And you end up with a, a equivalent of two failures. But the a, Flash is their generation's Flash. Flash, so you know right. that's on but, them. But our Batman was there, and uh, there's Shazam too. I sure black I for both. I mean, I'm there. Black Adam. There's you know, Shazam. When we go back to the eighties, there's Shazam every, too. Everybody in the eighties is a bunch of posers because you and I were there. We get to call everybody of our generation a bunch of posers because we were there at the end. When 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 Michael Keaton was like, I just I have some regrets in life. We were like holding his hand while he died. They weren't there at the end. Just and for indie either. So you know what I mean, but uh, no, no, but that's that's what's that's was what I mean. That that's just that's where we're at with it, though. Is that it, it fell off? There was no cartoon. The 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 most of the kids after Kingdom of the Crystal Skull just had no connection to the movies. No, not not at all. Most of the people of our age, like I had kids late, considering like most people have kids in their twenties. They shouldn't, but they do. Crystal and School then, hit me at the right time. Like that's yeah. what got me into indie. Like. Like I, I, I was getting. How old were you? How old were you when it went uh, About roughly. I was eight, uh, eight nine. nine. Yeah. I, was, yeah. I was gonna be ten. Yeah, yeah. Because like I just got into Star Wars, and then right. I heard like obviously because of Star Wars, I saw like there was a Lego Indiana Jones game like coming out. I was like, oh, it's 
Harris support Han Solo. And then there was like, you know, a new film. I was like, oh, okay. So I watched the originals, loved them. Then, you know, went to see the Kingdom of Crystal School of Day. It came out, had all the Lego. Like the Lego was like the main thing for me. And then for like, you know, a year, Indiana Jones was like the thing, like Lego specifically indie. And then like I've, sort of like Clone Wars was coming out at the same time and was like like it didn't really do it for me as much and like yeah, that, compared that to didn't most do people my age to anybody for, yeah well unless she was like my age like most people mm-hmm. love think Clone Wars is like the best thing ever my, um, my half my half brother is your age and I took him to the theater to see it I was like cool something we could like do together you mm-hmm. know and like I took him there and he was like yeah, it's fine <laughs> I think I liked it. Yeah. I, I liked it's it because it was racer. a Star Wars. It was a Star Wars film in the uh, in in the cinema. That like I was like, oh, we're never going to get another one again. Like I was, you know, no, so, never. So so Brandon Lucas brings up buying it all back and not making Star Wars <laughs> movies. That's that's what happened. Brandon Brandon brings up a point about what I think is the most legitimate thing to ask and the most legitimate thing that's going to be used against Kennedy in the coming days or should should be, as opposed to some made up scene that didn't happen in the movie where Phoebe Baller bridge told Harrison Ford, put your cock away. I'm the daddy. Now that never happened. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, like those people made it sound, but Brandon asked, why would she make indie for 250 plus million? Let's be honest. It's 300 plus million uh, dollars. And that budget, it makes no sense for the movie. So what you have with Indiana Jones is you have a corporation. So here's, this is, this is the best answer I have at the moment after a few conversations I've had. The corporation, Disney itself, buys Lucasfilm with Indiana Jones 5 already in conceptual production, okay? They're, like, talking about it. George has some ideas. Steven has some ideas. Harrison wants to do it. They don't have anything, like, ironed out, you know, whatever. But it exists. It's part of the original little thing that they bought from Lucasfilm uh, when they bought it for the $4 billion, which they don't like to highlight because it makes that $4 billion seem even more paltry. Not after the failure of this movie, but you get my point. And uh, so what you have, though, is um, George Lucas walks away with a producer's fee because he, he started it. Steven Spielberg walks away, but they they want the pedigree. Like right now, they're making it seem like Steven Spielberg and George Lucas produced this movie. Uh, financially, they did. They got paid to produce it at, the, at what they get paid. And then Mangold gets paid his directing fee and his and his uh producing fee and then you have uh five writers on it and mangold doing the writing as well on onto it and then you have harrison ford getting 20 million all of this is true one thing that is not true deadline if you need to know deadline i'm going to be honest with you they never tested this movie lucasfilm doesn't test their films that didn't happen this movie didn't get extra money in promotion or anything like that because of a test score they don't test their films never happened but all of that stuff is accurate all of these things so so you have all of this that you have a movie now that is already set up to be the most expensive movie for indiana jones of all time then you have a pandemic then you have the corporation disney direct kathleen kennedy just do it just make the movie happen because after the pandemic, we're going to fucking be raining money, baby. Nobody's going to want to be inside anymore. And then that's so hyperbole. Th- th- that's what happened, though. This is what oh, happened. Okay. Uh, this, it's this not hyperbole. Hi- no, that's it's fact. not. No, this is fact. 
this is this okay. is i mean i'm i mean that that was their like thinking was that after the pandemic when we did they do the able... hand thing though no i didn't that, <laughs> that was hyperbole. okay that's hyperbole that was hyperbole. okay uh, yeah. I I, pres- I I consider yeah. it performative. If Katzenberg license. was still there, he would have done the hands. Oh, he would have been like, baby. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, but anyways, so uh, yeah, so you have all of that stuff. But essentially, um, all of that. Then you have. Uh, I don't know the dollar value, so I know. I think I know the dollar value, and it starts with the two and it ends with the O. But I don't know for certain, so I, I I'm pretty sure I'm right. But let's just leave it at that. Harrison Ford's injury caused production slowdown made it go a little over time so you have all of these things and honestly um was there maybe a creative solution for the producer to make this movie make financial sense maybe there wasn't maybe that's where the fault lies with her but when you actually look at it there's no magic like little feather in her cap that's going to save kathy kennedy from this one because of a choice that she made all of the choices that happened with this film and the do-its and stuff like that were in tandem with Disney itself. Now, will somebody have to take the, the slap on the face? Will they just put it on Chapek or something like that because he's gone and it started like while he was kind of there, you know, a lot of it? I, I don't know. I, I don't know how um, who takes the blame, who takes the fault. But Zazlav. At at Zazlav. I'm like, fuck that guy. Might as well. <laughs> but, um, Same, dude. But 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 no but and but Zaslav is exactly my nightmare scenario, is that it? Kathy Kennedy gets fired, and there's some Disney fucking little monster who's a little. This is the Zaslav. thing. It's like people seem to think she is the worst person ever to exist, but like there's far worse people out there. That like... Tom Rothman. I'll name one. I, I like you guys out there who just bitch. I'll name a fucking name. His name is Tom Rothman, and he's fucking running Sony. Mm-hmm. They fired him for Fox for fucking up. He fucked up a lot of things, but the the straw, the the, the knife in the back was they had Darren Aronofsky directing the Wolverine movie with the Christopher McQuarrie script based off the Frank Miller, Chris Claremont ninja run, and he threw it away, and you got Wolverine Origins. That's what happened. You know, he got involved personally in that one. He's the one, he's the reason why Galactus was a cloud. He's the reason why, I mean, this goes on and on. Quote, unquote. Sentinels weren't X Men too because quote unquote from Tom Roth Tim Rothman Tom Rothman I can never remember which it's Tom Rothman I think he goes he goes giant robots are stupid this is before Transformers right yeah <laughs> giant robots are stupid that's why Sentinels aren't in X Men two and they weren't in X Men three and Galactus was a cloud he, and then he he somehow gets thrown out and then becomes head of Sony when Pascal the the North Korea email leaks hit. Mm-hmm. So Amy Pascal leaves. Now all you fucking people out there were like, that's right. Fuck that bitch. Get rid of her. But then she goes and runs Sony Animation. Now you love Spider-Verse. So you figure that one out, folks. Yeah. You know, you figure out what you want. I, I don't know what people want anymore. I, I don't I don't get it. Um, you know? Harrison Harrison Ford signed on for Indiana Jones or I should say Raiders of the Lost Ark with a deal that gave him five films. So that's why I always knew when they were saying it was going to be the guy from The Hangover, when they were saying it was going to be the guy from Jurassic World and all that, I was like, they're not going to do it because they still have to pay Harrison out of the way. That's why I knew this was going to have Ford in it almost no matter what if he wanted to do it, which he did. And um, But he his deal was for five pictures. He got paid either way, and he gets uh, points on the films themselves. So from my understanding, Ford gets something like 10 million 
for doing the picture. Then when all is said and done, he probably walks away with somewhere between 20, between 20 million and 25 million. And um, maybe I don't, I don't know if uh, I'm going to guess that Harrison Ford doesn't fall prey to the funny Hollywood accounting that we oftentimes see other people with less power. He probably has like the best entertainment lawyers to ever exist on the face of the planet. I would imagine. And uh, so, so he, he will end up with his money is my point. Yeah. I got a question for you, Jason. Do you, and, and as you, I don't know if you can answer this, but I mean, you can chime in on what you just think. Like maybe the answer isn't to look to other film studios. What if they hired producers for these roles from game studios? Because when you look at a triple a game project, and anything Naughty Dog makes, anything Rockstar makes, those are cycles of five to six years to get those projects from conception through to final with marketing onto the shelf, you know, and to cultivate fan base. Like maybe the CEOs and producers of the game studios would be, would be better equipped in this day and age. You know, they would at least understand the production part, like of the technical aspect of, of, of integrating that into the final thing versus the old 70s 80s auteur producer who's like i got this creative person who's going to solve all our things like that's not one one person isn't going to make a video game happen you know so i just wonder if maybe that's where they should be looking to i don't know yeah you know? yeah i'm actually trying to provide real real like real answers if we can even get there versus just bitching about what i don't like because like I, I've been there since I don't like any of the fucking prequels, you know, like I don't think yeah. the answer to this is a 90 year old George Lucas, you know, like, like well, well th but like, that's, that's like, like what you just said, that was like a good point about the George Lucas thing or a, a good thing to, to bring up because it just, it, it's like we were, you were, and you're li linking that to the auteur theory that it like, that's the thing is there's not one auteur who's going to make everybody happy or even the majority right. of, of the large Star Wars fan base happy. Now, if the, now realistically, if they would have to murder the Star Wars fan base by making films that nobody wanted, it has to get very small. Then they make films that only that audience wants. And then as that audience grows again, then it seems like somebody's doing the right thing. But then but it you, balloons up to what it, what it is, and then it fails again, because the, it, that will never be the answer. And there, because I, I hate to say it, but it's just as simple as you can't please everyone. Like, when you look at the storylines, even in Battlefront 2, people may like, they, they didn't hate it. They were like, I'd like more storyline integrated. They weren't like, this is bullshit. When, they, yeah. when you see the storylines for Fallen Order Survivor, they're not hating it. They would just like that. I just think maybe the game studios, you know, and it's not I'm being biased because I'm a gamer. I'm, you know I me, mean, man. Like, I'm not like, I don't think. You're not a real gamer. Like, you, didn't Nintendo, play, you didn't play Zelda. So Nintendo being right. creatively involved in the Mario movie did yeah. help. You understand what I mean? It, it did help with their on it, but but also what's ironic about it is it didn't. Mario is a successful film. It got the ball in the hole, right. but it did not make a, an actual good film. I like it. I do. I had a good time watching it with my kids. But would I say it's a good film when I hold it up against other films, uh, especially other films that made that much money? And the answer is it's probably the worst movie that ever made that much money. <laughs> And so it's a, but, but you're not wrong though, in the sense that, or I like your idea, I should say in that, it, like a lot of these people that are making games know how, know their audience in a way that Kathleen Kennedy, 
I, I think doesn't. And the, I want to be clear here. Yeah. The CEO of Activision is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the people yeah. that actually run the studios, the development studios and production, because I've personally worked with these producers and directors. The, the producers and directors at Toys for Bob are not the CEO of Activision. I'm just letting you know. Like, so like whoever's over at Remedy, right? Working on it was Remedy that did Survivor. Am I, am I right? Or is that Respawn? Respawn. Vince Ampel is the head of Respawn, but right, now so he's like he he's probably the best example in my opinion because like he's been like he, he he's created Medal of Honor, Call of Duty, Titanfall, gone on to do Star Wars, and now not only has he raised through the ranks of EA as just like you know the head of Respawn and sold his studio to them. But now he's in charge of sorting Battlefield out, and uh, so he's in charge of all things Apex, Star Wars, and Battlefield. And like he he's like a guy you'd want in charge of like Lucasfilm because he gets things done. Like everything he's done at EA has been a success. Yeah, and he he knows what it is. But but yeah, someone in the games industry like that sort of person, right? Could 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 work. And they well, aren't like the one that. conjuring up loot schemes and NFT bullshit. Those exactly. are those are that, that's that's the parent company nonsense. I'm talking. Wouldn't it be about... cool though if Kathy Kennedy was trying to sell you NFTs this whole time? <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? Wouldn't that have been a fun ride? I um, listened to an interview with her and Frank Marshall. Empire Magazine just did one with her and him. Um, we went up like two days ago, and I didn't mention oh, it because yeah? I didn't want Bespin writing an article that we had to read about on the show. Oh, so come on, man. Later. No, we can do that later in the week. I, I, wanted, to, I wanted to get here first, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right two days right. from now, we're going to be reading that fucking article. So, um, <laughs> But uh, they got into – she got into uh, during Temple of Doom, the crocodile sequence, right? Mm-hmm. The, when it, they spin over and roll over and they chew up the thuggy guys. And they're like, yeah, that was a pickup. We had to shoot it in Florida. She's like, I don't know. Like, I told the guy, the the alligator guys, we have to get them to roll around. He's like, Well, I can give you two options. One, we get some dogs. And she's like, No. Yeah. Yeah. Florida guy wanted to toss some dogs, and she's like, No, we're not. We're not killing dogs. And he goes, Oh, well, you can get some chicken, some some raw chicken. You're like, Yeah. Why don't we get the raw chicken? You know, like. Yeah. That's the kind of shit a producer's really doing. Finding ways to get shots and stuff like that and but these game companies the actual production studios ceos and producers and directors are the ones i'm talking about. i'm not talking about you know the fucking guys are just trying to find a way to short get a short off GameStop, you know stock buybacks and yeah, yeah like that of course yeah yeah and and that's and npc battles thinks epic battles thinks zaslav isn't bad um, it's like every time Zazlav does something a little half like way, people go, "Well, maybe he's not dumb." Wow, when you could only read, you know, six thousand posts a day on whatever it is on on um on Twitter, maybe Elon Musk isn't dumb. No, they're all stupid. They're all fucking stupid. Now, let me tell you something. He's they dumb. Are. He's done he's right now stupid. that I already disagree with. That I'm like, this is stupid. Blue Beetle Space being Coast, Coast to mine. Coast was on H. Space Ghost Coast to Coast was on HBO Max since day one, and they took it off because they don't want to pay some like hundred dollar residuals. Yeah. yeah, like that's like when Musk goes, "Oh, we'll just we'll just sell a, a shitload of cheap ads to make back my forty billion. You're never making back your forty billion on a f- sh- bunch of shitty ads. It's not how this works. In a thousand years, you will. Yeah, you're just gonna enough. drive away the people who who don't want to be there. Then what views are it? Just it's not the way it works. Yeah. 
Well, the, and that's and that's like yeah, like like uh, I always bitch about Zaslav to Bespin, and he's like, well, he was the one who put Evil Dead in the theater, and it was highly profitable. And I, Mike, keep telling him, I'm said, he said, yeah, and when Blue Beetle comes out and that shit tanks, um, it's going to be uh, just random, isn't it? At that point, you, you know what I'm rooting what for? Happens. I'm rooting for mm-hmm. Turtles. I'm, I'm rooting for Turtles too. No, I I, I think <laughs> Turtles is going to be good actually. You looking I mean, forward to? Turtles I'm rooting for all of them. As a you're going to see turtles? No. Oh, ah! What? Michael Bay did one. Um, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> watch out. Star Wars Santa says Disney, Little Mermaid, DC's Flash, Lucasfilm's Indiana Jones, DreamWorks, Kraken. A lot of the major studio projects are bleeding money this year. And and what my my take is just based off of every field or whatever you want to call it, like uh, bubbles burst. And when they were in 2019 and they were releasing dog turds to a billion dollars. That Aladdin movie was dog turd. That was a dog turd. That was a golden dog turd for Disney. And um, yeah, so at the end of the day, I, I think all that happened was we had a bubble and the pandemic exacerbated it bursting a lot quicker than if we had ridden it out like naturally. And so we didn't see a tapering off. We just sort of saw a reset. And yeah, you can mention Top Gun. You mentioned Spider-Man No Way Home. Those were unique cultural moments here's a difference, in, in no, no, film. No, no, but here's though. a difference, we waited for those money, forever. Here's a difference, though, between Spider-Verse, Top Gun 2, and these films. Mm-hmm. Those two movies, their primary audience are single, probably single males, right, over the most of the part, who had disposable income that can go four or five times. These other movies are hinging on you taking a family of three or four to go see it multiple times. And I just think financially, it's not doable now to go see a movie three or four times unless it's like dollar day on a Tuesday or some shit, you know, with your kids. Like you're looking at these, like, which one do I got? I got to see the the mermaid and the Kraken. Rob, I saw Indiana Jones three times, but I only took Penny once. Don't tell her. (laughs) <laughs> oh shit she heard she heard me she why why she, she, like, she heard me he puts her he puts her down with Fortnite and disappears for two and a half hours <laughs> we're, we're, never even noticed you were no. gone right Jason? i'm like the, daddy's going to get a pack of smokes penny uh, but i come back did you, I come did back. you put on your hat and coat and put on the music when like you're sneaking out the window <laughs> dun, 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 dun. you gotta like whip and swing across the alleyway to your car right yeah <laughs> dun, 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 right yeah but so like the the four quadrant film, the idea that you're going to make a thing for everyone is not probably the answer. I think you're going to have to make things that are highly more specialized toward the audience you want. They're going to get them to come back. And this something for everyone was something that worked before the pandemic. And I don't know how well that works anymore. Like you yeah. need to get the, the zealots to come back a million times, not just to casually see something like some may break through, man. And, and if anyone had the fucking answer, They'd be in charge of Hollywood right now, but no one really has. No, no, you know. no one does. And 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 that's that's the other thing about uh, just basic uh, basic issue in uh, with capitalism. I'm not a huge fan of the history of Henry Ford. I'll be honest with you. But in this current climate, uh, Fordism, where you at least pay everybody so that they have enough money to buy a Ford, is an important part of keeping everything really of the show going. 
And when I mean right. that, I like literally mean the show. And the show's the first thing to fall off when you can't afford food. I, I read a, a statistic. Afford, you know, I read a statistic today that said Pepsi, you know, increased prices enough to make nine billion more in profit this year than last year. And yeah. it's like at some point that has people know they're getting fleets, and then they just turn on you. Mm-hmm. You know, they just turn oh, yeah. on you. Hey, We've hey, seen in, this before. In my world, in my world, uh, a CEO it would be illegal for a CEO to make more than quadruple of the highest paid employee. You know what I mean? Right. Um, basic salary, I should say. Uh, Seth says the anti-KK crowd doesn't like Spider-Verse either. Exactly. That that crowd not are a bunch of neo... No, they're a bunch of neo-Nazi fucking... No, no, no. I'm I not have saying friends you don't, that hate Rob, Kathleen Kennedy Rob, and love Spider-Verse. Rob, you don't know what he's talking about. He's not talking about. Your I friend. know what you you're talking he's about. Talking the about Doom Cop. Group. He's talking right. about fucking the comics get guys. He's talking right. about yes, all of the people who make Spider Verse movies and Ka- uh, Spider Verse videos and Kathleen Kennedy videos. But that's not and a monolith. They don't you know? like. No, but it is real, and it is a thing. And sure. these guys do go make neo Nazi videos at the same time. Not all of them. I'm not saying every one of you little comic skate guys. I'm not neo Nazi. No, you're not. You're not. You're not. You're not. You're that one. You're not. But some of your fucking friends no, are. They're an old school Nazi, not a new school Nazi, Jason. Get it right. There's just such fucking pieces. At the end of the day, they're mad about a, about, about a brown kid being Spider-Man Eagles. and Indiana Jones being next to a woman when he was next to a woman in every fucking Indiana Jones movie ever. I, I, I saw a review the other day, and I was going to show it you, and it was just like a thread. And it was just like saying, "Oh, it's, it's not like it wasn't as uh, scathing as I thought it was from like this sort of like person." Because um, a lot of the like people were saying, "Oh, this isn't too harsh." One of the points why I didn't like it, uh, he was complaining about Phoebe's birthmark, <laughs> saying it's too distracting. Like, like why didn't they cover it up? Uh, is like it was, it was like complaining. I think it's like, kind of cute. It's about, I didn't even notice it. And it, and it, for it I was like. Has I wonder if they've ever said this about anyone else? Yeah, any man? No. Well, I was no. gonna say maybe. Yeah, they. I, no, no. I'll tell you the, who they said it about. Scar. No, 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 Rob, no, no, no. I want to finish. Rob, I scar. will tell you. He's got a scar on his face. No, Indiana Jones fucking has a scar no. on his I'll face. I'll tell you who they said it about. <laughs> they said it about George Lucas. That's no. who they said it about. No, George Lucas should not be. Yes, Phoebe's Phoebe's birthmark. He has a scar. The hero has yeah. a scar on his face. Yeah, from the whip. They should cover the. That wasn't how it originally was. They should yeah, cover he it up. He whipped himself. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That's fucking. Nuts. He said it was so distracting. He says, "Don't have a main character with something like that." They should have covered it up. I was like, oh, I, I, I've literally never like how much other stuff has she done, and people never complained about it. But as soon as they're watching Indiana yeah. Jones, it's a bad thing. Though. I mean, Indiana Jones's old wrinkly ass scarred up face is okay though. That's cool, man. <laughs> well, th- this is the level, like they're re- like they going but down. She's also face. fucking hot. That's the fucking. No, there was a joke in the nineties about someone's mole moving around their face in a movie. What movie was that? Remember oh, yeah, the movie? yeah, it would go from here to here. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. That this is nothing. See, as a true, you stick around long enough, you no, realize it's the same stupid shit. No, no, no. That's because um, th- th- that joke was linked to what was her name? Cindy Crawford had a mole, right. and all of the girls wanted it, and they were emulating it. Yeah, they now were, they want it. They, they don't want moles now. They wanted moles then, but right now. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. 
I, I that that drives that just is fucking so weird to be like, oh, she's got a birthmark, and then his scar is like somehow that that's cool. Scars are cool. Uh, it's weird. I don't know. It blows my fucking mind though. But uh, I remember. Mm-hmm. Go on. No, no, no. But 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 this brings us to the fucking crossover point to like Rob's friends here. Rob's friends could not like Kathleen Kennedy and not right. be neo-Nazi sympathizers mm-hmm. who are mad that a brown boy is Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, but those guys, that is a thing. And Jeez, it does they get think million- I'm a Kathleen Kennedy and, simp, though. You figure it, that one out. Well, well then fuck them. Um, <laughs> I know. Hey, man, I have friends that they, even my, I go, my friends don't like me. The show doesn't like me. My no. wife was really likes when I stay in my room. My dog is busy. I don't know, Jason. It's not no, good to th- be me. This is, this is a punk rock Star Wars show. We don't give a fuck about anything. We fuck yeah. everybody. That's what I say. Yeah. But um, Tyrant hates me. Oh yeah, and his well, name and his name is Tyrant. You figure well, the Tyrant hate you. They know you're fucking up, Rob. <laughs> well, you know. no, but no, but that's when but it, anyways, but but that's that, that's the, uh, the the comedy of it. Well, number one is those guys though. They don't want movies to succeed because if movies do succeed, they can't use it as a platform to then act like a the culture war that they are proliferating is somehow making movies fail. Because they just number lie one, about everything. Number, like, yeah, whether it be good or bad, they 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 lie. They're, like, they just make well it up. Or not. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's they're just fucking grifters. And and what's it's it's actually in a way good that they're not smart enough to know that if they actually critique the films on the actual flaws for their racist, sexist, ignoble intentions, they would probably be more successful at it. Is the comedy of it? Because to be like, well, it's kind of hard. To, you're right. But they don't. They don't do that. They just make stuff up. Like, oh yeah, she replaces Indiana Jones. No, no, that's your fear of, of being replaced. That you're now putting on a movie that you haven't seen that hasn't come out yet. And when you see the film, um, actually, I would say that's actually a problem with the with the movie is that they don't even. I think maybe because of that, they don't give Phoebe like what's her what's her deal now. She's going. She went to get ice cream. That's what that's. And that's a that's a fair fucking critique of the film. That's what Phoebe did next, or that's where she's going. That's that's the uh, the atonement with Indy or whatever you know. And I mean, it's my, a my, weird ending, man. I mean, where where it works is she says that she'll be back or whatever, like later or something like that. To, to, to Honestly, one of the worst places but... I've noticed is the YouTube comments on any Star Wars video. Yeah. Um. So they Especially posted ours. <laughs> no, ours, ours, are, ours are pretty good they just call yeah. you dumb yeah, I'm, like, yeah. I'm like get them get them every time they upload a video to the star wars channel like all the comments are just like hashtag fire kathleen kennedy or like bring back gina carano and stuff like that right and the uploaded video is like a indiana hashtag Jones. get gina carano acting lessons <laughs> I, thought she, it, I thought she was in that Hunter Biden movie that made a billion dollars. Oh yeah, no, she, <laughs> she got him, dude. She got him good. I, I, yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to her doing the movie when where Hunter Biden goes to jail because fucking put him in jail too. Fuck them all. I hate everybody. Um. So like, I, I clicked on the video because I, I was just like, okay, I'll watch it. And like, people yeah. were complaining that it was an indie video on the Star Wars channel. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, they're not gonna put it on an Indiana Jones channel. Because it's like the one video they'll make about Indiana Jones in the last like decade, right? So, but all the comments were just like complaining about the film, saying they're not going to see it because of wokeism or something like that. Then it's yeah. hashtag. I, I, I'm like, if I was Lucasfilm, I would like actually block these. But then obviously that would cause a storm. Like, oh, they're blocking uh, critics, but they're not blocking critics. They're literally just blocking like 
mentally ill people or bots, you know, yeah. just they're ruining the comment section for people. Culture warriors. Because the thing is, it'll be like Bill O'Reilly's culture warriors. Come to I saw someone say they like the film, and then you got like three replies saying, "That's not true. You're lying. Why? Why are you defending Kathleen? Right? Yeah. And it's like the, there's people that go to this every Star Wars video, click on it, enjoy it, and comment something they like it. For example, like uh, there was an Ahsoka one. They commented, "Oh, I can't wait!" And like they just get comments from people compl complaining at them saying. Why? Oh, you're just a consumer. You just like everything, and, stuff. and it's like it, it, it's tough. Personally, I I've decided I'm just you know these days on my channel on they're, Twitter they're just movie, block everyone. Movie sheeple, that's what they are. Yeah, they're yeah. Just blo I just block everyone because it's like you know who, who cares? Like they don't deserve to like be on, yeah. be on my platform. I I control my platform, and it's like there was just one per like I I remember a video I put out the other day, and someone wrote an entire essay. Like complaining because I I liked something and it was like oh you you like everything blah 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 so I just blocked it so like they wasted however long doing that I blocked them but I feel like Lucasfilm should do that with the official Star Wars channel I, but mm. the, they haven't for so long now but it, it's crazy every video is like more dislikes than likes unless it's a trailer yeah and it's sad because it's it's genuinely just people that have no like the, no interest in Star Wars anymore supposedly yeah well, what, what it is is like they used to be able to be bullies at school or in places and now bullying is kind of being heavily policed and now it just come, becomes like a, a twitter a talk back commenter kind of way of expressing that same uh rage or whatever they they, they have in them you know I, that, that's 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 my theory anyways it's lame it's it's, it's lame because the thing about it is indiana jones i you guys saw my my, my review I was I was as harsh as I was loving on it. I I gave it like a like a seven point five out of ten, and don't believe a ten is is possible. And you gave it a five. Uh, you gave it. You're mean. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, but but it, it's it's like yeah, it's a. But what I'm what I'm saying is like they're actually like that kind of shit doesn't actually help us here. It doesn't help us. It doesn't help us. It doesn't help them hear what we need in our movies. All it really does is, it, it, and, it, and then it allows legitimate criticism to fall wayside. There is legitimate criticism for all movies. Forever. Nothing's perfect. Spider-Verse has legitimate criticism, but it's not being talked about because the brown kid argument that those people are, are yeah. being replaced. Is, no, but that's, that's, what, that's, that's yeah. all you hear about. That's all you hear about, Rob. That's all I hear about. That's all I see. I mean, it's my experience, but my experience is that's what I, that's, I don't see, I haven't seen really thoughtful, legitimate criticism of it. All I've seen is people fighting about the fact, and, and they won't call him Spider-Man. They call him Miles Morales. That's all they'll say. That's, that's like almost code for N-word essentially when they, when they do their little game. It's fucking ridiculous. Um, It's, it's so fucking boring. It's just like, fuck. It, it you just make things not fun. You guys, you guys aren't. I feel like I waste time on the internet. Like, I obviously I've grown up with it, and but like the, these guys are wasting way more time. It makes me feel a lot better about myself. Just like complaining and arguing over, you know, the yeah. film that they haven't gone to see, that they've yeah. just heard stuff about. It's like it's crazy. And like typically, a lot from what I've found anyway, at least like when it comes to Star Wars, like it's it's grown men. <laughs> like, do you have a job or something else to do? Right. Hey, well, can but, we get the campaign? Hashtag make Raiden white again. 
right? Oh, remember, no. remember when Reed no. was a white Scottish dude? What? No. Um, you don't remember Dave, that? Dave says that Indiana Jones yeah. was relatively small even in 2008. I, I disagree with you, Dave, because the movie made a billion dollars when inv- in- adjusted for inflation. That's not a small movie. And if you don't adjust it for inflation, it made about $800 million, which is also not a small audience. Not, not, not a, not a, especially small at that film. time. Like there was very few films that hit a billion. Yeah. And, and like, you, you know, you could, you could take the, um, you could take the perspective of Crystal Skull was such a bad movie. Nobody ever saw it again. Enough said, but that's not the way this works because you keep seeing Batman, you keep seeing Star Wars, you keep seeing Marvel films. And there's been Marvel films, Star Wars films, and you know all movies. The fact that that are worse than that movie. It's not how it works. One, Jason. Mm -hmm. Star Wars Meg says my mom's reaction to hearing there's a new indie film out was, I wonder who they got to replace Harrison. She was shocked when she found out it was still him. It's an 80 year old dude. You know, he's either gonna lead a new crew or he's basically just gonna like you know find a way to not get injured. Like he couldn't even swing on the rope. You know, and I know someone. I was talking to someone who was like, well, he didn't move right to me in the movie. I'm like, he had a stunt double in every other film. Half a Temple of Doom isn't even Harrison Ford. Like, like yeah. <laughs> So that isn't it. You know, like, look, at the end of the day, if the film, if the CGI really was groundbreaking and the film really was fucking fun, that's all people would be talking about. Yeah. But it's sort of just, it's just, it is what it is. You know, word of mouth is the thing that is driving people to go see things more than anything else. Is this worth seeing? Is this worth seeing? Not the internet's word of mouth, right? And that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about personal connections. Stupid re- people... review scores, like an irrelevant review score. Oh, right. 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, who, yeah, it's not who mean, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean exactly. anything. Is your friends, you should go see. Oh, I should go see. You should watch. I should go. Okay, I'll go. That's what they're, that's what's really, I've just noticed, man. That's what's driving people to go see shit. And if it's like, eh, you know, I can wait, then they'll wait. Before, back when we were kids, we didn't want to wait a year, year and a half for video. But now it's like, I can wait six months, you know, especially when people were living in their houses for like a year or two. They're like, oh, I think I'll wait a year or two. I can wait to see that. And that's a problem for movie studios. Unless you've got a reason to go see it, people are like, I can wait. So That's something else. Well, you know? well, well, yeah, and here's here's the uh, the uh, thing is, it's interesting that Indy wasn't able to get through to Meg's mom. That that is actually interesting, uh, in a way. But for at least at least for for the UK, right, for that area or for Europe, right. But out here, like, I have it's everywhere. It's on every bus. It's on every billboard. It's like I cannot not see indie stuff. I have to not. I, I was taking pictures of stuff, and I had eventually was like, I gotta stop because it's kind of everywhere. So I I know they spent the money, at least in the states, at least domestically, and um and it it didn't connect. It didn't. I, it didn't do I, anything. I spent um the day in my city the uh on Saturday uh, with my friends, and I didn't see any like. To be honest, there's not like billboards like you know there is in america but like there wasn't i didn't see any advertisement on the way there like there was some like uh you know billboards but there was nothing for indie but i did look at like the screenings um because it's there's a big cinema there and there's like several um screens and basically all but like the front row and the side seats were full like throughout the day into the evening um yeah over the week from friday like friday night till sunday night 
I haven't obviously checked this week, but like it definitely seems like you know for the weekend, yeah, it's done well. I mean, I when I went and watched it, it was on a Wednesday, and there was like twenty people out of like a hundred, but like it was eleven a.m. on a Wednesday. It came out yeah. on like a weird, I suppose. But then this weekend, I can imagine like families will have gone and seen it. I'm probably yeah. going to go see it on my birthday because I've got nothing else to do. So mm. I'm just going to go. I, tr- I I tried to convince my friends to go. Uh, it was, that wasn't uh, a good endorsement of the film, just so or you know. That sounded, that sounded or, like a... Like a... a... <laughs> I'm getting older. Indy's getting older. Let's do it. You know what? <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm having an existential crisis. Hey, Let's just go face it. As it's true, when you go there and you're getting older, just remember the, the lyrics to the Indiana Jones theme. Did you know them? He's an old guy, it's his film. He's an old guy, he's an old guy now. He's an old guy, so are you. He's You're an, an old, old guy, guy, an old guy. guy. It's time to watch the old guy show. Right? It's like, yeah, so, so it makes sense. If you live yeah. in London, there are posters everywhere. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's weird. Like, yeah, they, they, paid, they paid for it. They, Kathleen Kennedy doesn't design that herself. Uh, granted, again, I'm sure she has a big well, she does on mid journey and saying, right? And saying what, what they can do. <laughs> no, they actually hired real artists to, to, do, to do these things. A lot of them, a lot of there's actually like a couple of really good artists too. They, they, they did hire. I've been retweeting them, their, their art and stuff lately. They've been posting it on Twitter. Um, but if you live in, in London, the posters are everywhere. So it's like, so like Kathleen Kennedy had two choices realistically on the Indiana Jones issue. The Kill a dog. Was, no, no, no that, that's a different one on, on Indiana oh, Jones 5. Sorry. The other Indiana Jones it was movie, It was fire <laughs> everybody and everything, get completely new people, mm-hmm. start from scratch either with Michelle Indy continuing on or, or or just doing a new indie like it was James Bond. However, it's either in continuity or it's Do- not. It doesn't matter. No, no, but, but let me say the option. Or her option was stick with Steven Spielberg and George Lucas what they were starting take a director like James Mangold to pick up for Spielberg who wouldn't do it anymore. Use Harrison Ford, who they were going to have to pay on either both movies. When you really get down to it, out of the, 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 the two most realistic options she had, she picked the one every single person would have said was the right answer. Nobody would have said the only right answer is still paying Harrison Ford, not using him in the movie, firing everybody and starting completely from scratch no John Williams, no Harrison Ford, no Spielberg, no no Lucas at all. Even though I will say the Lucas thing, I think is greatly exaggerated. But no Karen Allen, nothing. And um, at the end of the day, would that have been a more profitable movie? No, it still probably would have bombed. Adventure movies aren't doing great right now. We could, I think, we could see across the board. Adventure movies aren't aren't doing stellar. And so, um, but nobody can know the future. So I think she did the right. I think she made the right call. Uh-uh. No? Andy knows the future. He has the dial of destiny. He, he, he you know, he can, he can go to fissure in time and space. Mm-hmm. Uh, Julian reacts. Thank you for the four ninety nine super chat. Thank you you say Doug Chang or John Knowles should run Lucas. They're not CEOs. There are no. He means no. He means Lucas. Lucas himself. Lucas the man. <laughs> oh, they should run. They, uh, <laughs> like like get him on a leash. <laughs> like take no, him Jason, out. Look. Look, Jason, John's had his, his hand up my ass for 30 years. So <laughs> oh, it, right? oh, man, you got yeah, you got yeah, him, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I love John. George, wait, George, yeah. George, George, bring, bring him back. Bring him yeah, back, George. Yeah, George. Yeah. Nullified. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you created if you, that. If I don't think I, I hadn't did. made that joke. No, um, you did. That's why it was. You, yeah, you should have <laughs> Nullified. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What yeah. I find interesting is that, like, 
games coming out this year have done so well, like yeah. across the yeah. board, even Dead Island 2, which was meant to come out in like 2014, has been through two, uh, three studios, rebooted a couple of times. Like that has sold pretty damn well for what it is. It's just, it's it's like a seven out of 10. But like back a couple of years ago, that would have considered like really bad. But like for a game that's gone through so much, like it's just a fine game. Like people are buying it, like millions of copies sold. Jedi Survivor, like I think people don't, for, so, some people forget like Lucasfilm helped make uh, Fallen Order and Survivor, right? Like those are highly successful products. It's not just the films that they've made that are considered right. failures, right? Jedi Survivor and Fallen Order, specifically Fallen Order, because we, you know we've seen it over the last couple of years, has done amazing. Like Lucasfilm have got a win there. Like Kathleen yeah. signed that's, off on that, it. Probably that's to a some Kathleen extent. win at like, the end of the day. Like, yeah, you're right. You, it, just because it's a game, but more people have played Fallen Order than watched some of the other Star Wars stuff they've put out. So, yeah. it, it, I, I think there's a lot of people that sort of. Like because obviously it's EA publishing it and making it, but I saw people complaining about Jedi Survivor, right? Um, or and like for and I'm like, the the story group works this in and connected it to all the other Star Wars projects. The people that wrote Fallen Order were three Clone Wars writers. Like people were saying, like, oh, the the new the games are good because it's not Disney making. I'm like, no, Fallen Order was written by three Disney writers. Yeah. This one was uh, survival was wrote by uh, three game writers that haven't had really good track record, like their games that they that have done have come out, but they gave gave us a good game. So, you know, the games have been pretty good. They've been successful. It's looking like we're going to get way more games. Like, you know, it seems like the thing that's winning for stars at the moment is the games. Yeah, yeah, and and that that's and that is money for the IP or whatever you want to call it. Um, I had a couple of messages from people saying, Hey, I'm driving for the 4th of July. Can you do, can you make sure you do all the news for me? I was like, no problem. So, so Rob, if you're cool to like hang out for a bit longer, there's like three articles on Bestman Bulletin that we haven't got to and, uh, that I want to cover. So just letting you know, if you, if you can, if you can't, it's cool. 30 minutes tops. Well, you know, I don't know. I, I, do I'm bad. I, I, I always gotta think, bail in 30. Okay. I always think our, 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 Short shows are going to be short and they're long, and then our long shows we get through. So yeah. I never know. I, I'm not. I'm going to have to limit to sixty here, <clears throat> starting. Yeah, whenever, whatever. Yeah, so, whatever. You need. So you I, know, starting Wednesday, I have yeah. to. Yeah. Star Wars Meg asks for Rob Fol. Rob Filoni. <laughs> Rob Filoni. How, 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 you want to read this, Jason? I got to go dig for, Filoni out. He's in for, the, for, hold on. Yeah, for Rob Filoni, how much Ahsoka will we see in the future? Oh my God! How much can I get her on screen? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Well, it depends. We gonna put her in the white bikini, or we gonna put her in the pink bikini? I like her in the pink bikini, like oh, Barbie. No. no. We gonna do like Barbie? No. Yeah. We gonna do uh, like... No. I can't wait to see Barbie, Jay's. You gonna see Barbie with me? I wasn't. You know, I, I'm. Cosplay? I. My 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 daughter wants to see you Barbie after the trailer. Was shown to her no. like twenty times over the summer, so I think I'm going to be seeing. It's going to make a hundred million. I love film, Filoni. I'm seeing all of it. I'm seeing. I'm seeing. I'm not. I'm not like. I'm like Tom Cruise who buys a picture just to take a picture, or buys a ticket to just to, uh -huh. for a photo op. Not me. Oh no. I'm actually no, going to use you. the tickets. I'm going to see Bar yeah. Barbie and Oppenheimer, 
And you gonna hang out on a plane and just fly in the air? I can't wait to see it. I'm not gonna do now that. I ain't gonna do that. I'll, okay. Do All you right. know? Do you know how how pissed Zena? I want to put her in a. When I want to put her in a wolf bikini, Jason. You know, like a space oh, you, wolf, a like a wolf bikini. Ooh, little wolf. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait. You know what? Uh, I gotta go watch you know Oppenheimer. Go I with, watch Oppenheimer. You should go with John Null when he when he walks George Lucas in the park. You guys oh, can, we gonna do that? Yeah, yeah, we we do George walking. That's what we had. Yeah, so have a, a, a little wolf. It's pack. a hustle. It's a hustle. Wolf pack. How did you yeah. know? Yeah. Wolf pack. Wolf pack. Yeah. Okay. He he opens up Come a six pack of, of 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 Bud Light. He drink, he drinks Bud Light, and he opens <laughs> it up and he goes, "Ooh, a six pack." Y'all like know we pack. drink oh. Zima. Don't even don't even start on that. We drink Zima, Zima Jason. You just admit it. You like us? <laughs> we don't like a Zima. All right. All right. Who well, asked what Zima was? I think it was Spreezy. He was like, "What's a Zima?" No. <laughs> oh yeah, I brought it up, and yeah. then someone was like, "What are you talking about right now?" But um. Right. Uh, and Julian... man, look, I like Doug Chang, and I and I think Doug Chang was right about the casting of Anakin Skywalker. But a production designer, well, even Doug if Chang never said anything bad about it. Design, huh? Doug Chang never he said was, anything bad about he it. He had that look. You were you seen the video? You seen the nah. look? He's like, I don't know about this nah, kid. Nah. <laughs> that, that, that isn't what he's doing. Nah, I don't know. You, that, I watched that is not. Let's go get the video. No. Let's watch it now. You, you can do it. <laughs> And then you could you could you could contribute to Doug Chang just doing this all the time. He was just super agreeable back then. Like, okay, he did not agree. Yeah, he, he did agreed. Not, he liked the other kid. I'm with um, him. What do you call it? Um, fucking now I lost the fucking comment. Okay, Julian. Sorry, where did? But it he go? was Where's also the... production the head of production design on Kenobi, and look how that show turned out. So Chang, he ain't all full of winners. No, this here's the whole thing. Was way no. better than the actual thing. The, the the whole thing is is it because somebody does something you like does it mean they know how to produce and run us run a, a studio and Star Wars? What's how That's, hard is it? You just gotta like say yes or no, Jason. Anyone right. can do that, right? <laughs> right. Should, dude, I think the answer here, Jason, is AI should do it. They've been running Warner, but AI has been approving projects for three years now. Look where that's got them. Right, like, well, no, that's no, an and, actual and, article. I'm not even joking about that. Well, like, no, okay. So, but Julian says, you don't think as vice president he is involved in management? Why even give him that title? If so, well, Julian, this isn't like a capitalistic. Well, I say this is a capitalistic democracy. Do you know how many vice presidents in Lucasfilm there are? <clears throat> there's a lot. There's there's a couple, like three, four, five, maybe. Um. So yeah, I Look, mean, here's it, it's, the thing, Jason. I I started this. Uh, we can either give them more money or another title. What do you think I'm going to do? Title. What do you think I'm going to do? Title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the Marvel method. That's, that's why. Do. That's why Rick, yeah. Rick McCallum was the commandant of yeah. Star Wars. I think. Yeah. The, yeah. That's what you. Yeah. That's you what you mean. You don't get that. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, I mean that haircut isn't buying itself. So. <laughs> the commandant of Udupau. <laughs> <clears throat> you say commandant, and I hear commandant Lassar from Police Academy. That's how old I am. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Is Rob AI? Maybe. All right. So am the, I? Um, I, Star Wars, created, created by the Church of Scientology, <laughs> I think. Um, huh. Star Wars wow. skeleton crew creator shares details on the series. Jude Law talks of his contradictory character. Pe- people don't know this, but Jason's a Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> I am. All of his I friends am. are Jehovah's Witnesses, and he's a Jehovah's Witness, right? That's cool. Right? Yeah, I'd be a, I'd be a, You're I'd shilling be for the Jehovah's Witnesses. Prince was a Jehovah's Witness. I like You're Prince. Jehovah's Wokeness. That's what Jason is. Jehovah's <laughs> Witness. <laughs> yeah, you're All like right. a liberal Jehovah's right. Witness. On with yeah. Star Wars. 
We're at a number yeah, of months. Just talk shit about religious. We could do this all day, Jason. We'll, well, we can. Just fuck really the whole channel up. I can. I love it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm okay with that. Um, we're a number of months away from the John Watson Christopher. This is from bestmanbulletin.org. We're a number of months away from John Watson Christopher Forks created live action series Skeleton Crew debuting on Disney Plus. But today on Entertainment Weekly, we released an interview connected at Star Wars Celebration back in April, which one of the series creators, along with one of its stars, who shared new details on the upcoming series. And by the way, if you're wondering why does Bestman keep mentioning Star Wars Celebration back in April? Because what you have is we have a ton of interviews that were taking place uh, by various outlets at Star Wars Celebration back in April, and the stories are still coming out in July. And as a true, still in line waiting to get into the hall with Kenobi. Oh no! Just, still and, in that um, line, huh? As a true. But when it <laughs> that was so, the but, that was the one quick one. That was the one that was fine. But but oh, remember, okay. like like this is before the strike. This is before all kinds of things happened. So when when you hear some of the stuff, it's not pertinent. Now on this article, it is pertinent because Skeleton Crew already wrapped. So did um so did so did uh Acolyte. And uh, by the not way, canceled. Not canceled. I, I yeah, I'm getting I'm getting hit with that like heavily right now with with like lots of weirdos. Um, just a little side note. Don't know, but great news is the acolyte has been shelved and headed pushed out of Lucasfilm. And you still get cocky about her blue stocking production company falling or failing to pay their UK business tax since March. For the record, the business taxes aren't due when the production films they're due at the end of the year, so they're dumb. Uh, I they thought, never, I thought these, on. I thought these guys didn't like paying taxes, they should be yeah. rooting for it. They never made it a full series. I know folks <laughs> at the studio where it was shot. It was a sizzle reel. Keep on believing. <laughs> and I'm it just was like, a sizzle reel. And then I'm like, I, I just wrote ha 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 ha. And then he writes back, <laughs> keep on laughing. I just said you're in a cult. Because uh, you are. But um, yeah. They I keep, saw and, the footage of the Acolyte. My only gripe with it was that the thing is like supposed to be like a bad guy story. And it was a bunch of Jedis and Jedi kids in the trailer, which look, bad things may happen to those kids, but the trailer paints things in a more heroic light than the tone of the show that's being sold. So it's confusing to me. But then most of the fucking Lucasfilm marketing is confusing to me. They haven't, you know? they haven't really. Or Disney marketing. How about that? I'll be fair. So Disney marketing. The, no, that, that's, that's the thing that people don't understand is marketing hasn't touched this, the show yet. I thought the prequel. You, you have a, shot look cool. I'm just afraid when he talks. But I did thought the look of that looked good. They, they haven't promoted a fucking lick of Acolyte because Skeleton Crew is not even out. Ahsoka's not even out. It's fucking that right. far down the pipeline that there is no marketing. The, but the but that's but that's that's why they're making up their lies now. Like today it was just announced or it was revealed. Uh, Star Wars The Acolyte d- director, um, the final block, episode 106, I written like by Leslie Headland and uh, jo- Joycelyn, Jocelyn, Jocelyn, and episode eight was written by Jason Matt Malakaf. So, over there, we have eight episodes written and we have like a new director on it as well. You know what I mean? In that, and um, where, where did it go? Um, I fucking lost it. I fucking lost it, you guys. But the, there was there was a, a director directed a bunch of stuff like the old Flash TV shows and stuff, a bunch of shit. It wasn't anything honestly too impressive. 
But um, point being is, uh, yeah, they, they might end up making the best episode out of them all. You just never know. You never know. You know? Yeah, you never know. And, and um, to be honest, man, directors on TV shows generally fall into a pack. They don't stand out. It's rare when one stands out. It's the showrunner that's guy. That's them. and that's why somebody makes an episode of a TV show. You like, you, you, and you give them Star Wars Kenobi. You don't know what you're gonna what you're gonna get director and wise, right? Unless it's Ryan Johnson and he stands out on Breaking Bad because he does some interesting oh, yeah. shit well, with it. Well, because, yeah, Ryan Johnson is a phenomenal director, whether you people like him or not. Yeah. Hanel M. Do you think uh, Cole, Ryan might up. have been a better fit Rock. for Indiana no. Jones, Jason? No. No, he, he wouldn't. He no? Wouldn't have been. No. Uh, he, he, doesn't do so? the ma- he doesn't do masculine well. Uh, Hanel H- um, M. Culpepper directed two episodes of The Acolyte. Hanel Culpepper. Culpepper. Fun, fun like last name. Culpepper. Yeah. But, that's- uh, that's something that uh, that sounds like a police academy character, Culpepper. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, yeah, um, Mahoney and Culpepper. Yeah, I like it. I I, I don't think um, Ryan Johnson writing Phoebe, Phoebe Waller Bridge in that story would have actually Let's went over well movie, with but... people. But yeah, but but I, I'm at the end of the day, I think Ryan Ryan could. He do can write adventure fine. though. Looper is pretty adventurous. I mean, it's got some depressing shit in there, but you know. Oh, well, I mean, Knives Out proves he can write the tenets of a screwball comedy and then put it into an adventure setting. So I believe I he could do it. One. He just wouldn't be, I don't think he would be the greatest choice for it. Like I, I know I, on paper, I would still pick Ben gold at the end of the day on on paper. Yeah. Just based I think that, I think for me though, the, the second one glass, honey, I just wish that Ireland was more like mist. That's all. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. I, 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 I don't wish think, the Island was more of a character. I think know? he should have never made a sequel to any of it. I think he should have just let knives out be a beautiful thing by itself personally. Um, right. But it is what it is. So anyways, and I like um, poker face weird ending, but I like it. Yeah. Yeah. The, it didn't need to reboot itself at the end. It, it didn't need to reboot itself at the end. And, and I think, I think poker face as on, on in totality was a great show, but it needed that uh, the plot that opens in the first episode to carry through all uh, all the episodes to some degree, right? Even right. if it was a B or C story, just that we cut to every now and then, uh, yeah, more than we did. So, anyways, uh, but so right now, Acolyte's not canceled because you haven't even seen the show, the two of the shows that come out before it. And we've known that the series was announced last year, led by this is from Bestman Bulletin last year, that John Watts and Christopher Ford wanted to create a Star Wars series in Skeleton Crew inspired by classic 80s Amblin movies such as The Goonies. The series focuses on a group of kids seeking adventures and and take on one without their parents' knowledge. But unfortunately, I I can't do the Star Wars Santa thing where I skip everything that is in the article. But and then we talk about Thrawn. No, chapter forty-two. No, No? I can't because (laughs) because Bespin's going to get mad. Uh, But But ultimately, but he's a compassionate conservative, Jason. We we love those stories. No, he's a benevolent dictator. We need those more. He's not compassionate at all. He wants to take everything. No, I'm kidding. Um, With Uh, the series focusing primarily on the children, I'm you got me. Sweet quest to find their way back home. Series creator Christopher Ford shared that despite the series being led by a group of children, the series itself is intended for people of all (laughs) ages. Adding that the show isn't for kids; it's just got kids in it. Ford explained that though. Why are you laughing? <laughs> Just despite it's got all them kids in it, it ain't for kids. It's for it's for grown adults. Like, like <laughs> from eight it's got to all 80. them kids in it. I don't know, Jason. This Ford. made me tickled me pink. Ford know what I'm explained <laughs> that though they're aiming it's for. It's got a, all them kids in it. Ford explained mm. that though they're. So this guy's always like, "Hey, I got twenty minutes, man," and then he won't. Let's uh-huh. do it. 
<laughs> I know I'm wasting them. I'm not even responsible. There's <laughs> <laughs> just something so Michael Jackson yeah. about this whole write up. I, I don't know, man. Like, I, just no, so, I watched. Problem is, I watched the Prince Michael Jackson feud. Someone made a video on it. Yeah, it's right? good, right? I love and it. And there was this one that I fucking fell out my chair laughing, and it's a throwaway line. A guy yeah. was doing an interview and he said that Prince showed up to Michael Jackson's house for dinner one time and he brought a voodoo box and Michael thought he was trying to curse him. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I fucking want a 90 minute movie about yeah. that dinner and where, where Prince is trying to fake curse Michael Jackson. He believes right. it. Like, I think Ryan Johnson should write that. Like, 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 like yeah, or get um, Key and I don't fucking who care. This it's brilliant. Just, Nirvana versus Guns N' Roses. I'm team Nirvana. Prince versus Michael Jackson. Team Prince always will be. Uh, Ford, ex- but but here, here's some here's something about it. Ford explained that though they're aiming for a series with fun and adventure, the downside of that for their characters is that the adventure comes with danger, which heroes will most certainly face when lost in a galaxy far, far away. Now, people oftentimes are like, "Well, what power does Dave?" Um, this is me now. What power does Dave Filoni have at Lucasfilm? Well, I can tell you that in conversations I've had with Filoni here and there over the years and with the ones that he's had in various interviews he is of the mindset that when a child's film is scary that's when it actually matters to to a kid that's when a kid actually feels danger that's when they are having their heightened cinematic experience so one good thing about dave filoni being in the position that he is in is is i think that's what helps us get skeleton crew it's what helps the approach to skeleton crew even happen because he knows that when you're a kid, I like and you to do, see the whites of their eyes, Jason. That's how you, you do. know it's working. You, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's how you know it's working. I learned that one from George. <laughs> no, um, when I was a kid, there was a, a remake of of um, of uh, Alice in Wonderland in live action on maybe like ABC or NBC, NBC or something. And there's a scene where the kid, where the kid after she goes down the rabbit hole, ends up on the other side of the mirror. And she could see her mom, and she's like, "Mom!" And her mom, right? I remember that movie. It's fucking like it's like traumatizing, but it worked, and and it 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 made (laughs) that like that whole thing. That whole thing worked for me because of how that's what got Kurtz to make that Return to Oz movie, Jason. Yeah, look how well that went. Scared every living child of yeah. Artex dying in 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 never ending story is when that's when shit gets that's when shit gets how you make the money yeah kathy kennedy should have done that with them gators yeah right she should have drowned well well, yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right so um yeah but anyways ford explained that though they're aiming for a series of fun adventure the downside for their characters that the adventure comes with danger okay so here's here's the quote from christopher ford from bestmanbulletin.com skeleton's crew's tone is an adventure and a lot of fun but with the adventure comes the downside of it, which is danger. And when the kids are in danger, it's extra fraught. So you know we play with that. But overall, we wanted it to be a fun adventure. Hopefully, it can be for all ages type of thing. We know we told Kathleen Kennedy that we wanted to go for that kind of Amblin tone, which she perfected. They never thought of those movies for kids. They just happened to be about kids. A story of a kid going on an adventure can be any can be for anyone. And that's what Christopher Ford says. And I like I, where they get ET drunk and then the kid gets drunk. Can we they do that? Yeah. Do they that could happen. Mando gets drunk? Does Grogu get drunk? Are they connected? Check it out, dude. Right? Imagine like, like the imagine you're yeah, you're with a you're a dyad with, with Mark Hamill and he's out. Dyad you know, dad. 
He's hanging out with Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni brings out a, a six pack of Bud Light again, and uh, they crank it open. And then now you're you know you're buzzed while you're just trying to play Legend of Zelda. Yeah, that makes that that could happen. One time, Mark Hamill drank a six pack of Zima. I fell off my chair drunk as shit, Jason. <laughs> By the way, that's how huh? Dave. I think it's time we tell you they don't make Zima uh, anymore. We've just been giving you Sprite this whole time. It's oh really, my god! It's, it's really embarrassing. Everybody's laughing at you. They don't make it. <laughs> yeah, I've been drinking. I don't know. Sprite. It was. It was just Sprite. Oh, it's just. Yeah, we're just it's like a Shirley, you tell someone it's a Shirley Temple and they, they <laughs> pretend they get drunk and shit. Like little yeah. kids. Did yeah. you have that as a true as a kid? Did they have because they let kids drink over there when they're like twelve? But it's not in France. But like when yeah. when you're no, like no. they're right next to France. So like literally you could swim the channel. Ooh la la. <laughs> Could try at least, but do, do they have those like fake drinks that make little kids think are alcohol and then they drink it and pretend to be drunk? Is that is a clearly I, I, I want American to say, thing? yeah, I think so. Like, obviously, I didn't touch them, but like, for, at least when I was at school, <laughs> like, how he's definitely... covering his tracks now as a girl. He's like, what's me? That guy, <laughs> like, guy who stole the wine, wine from church that day, the, the sacrament <laughs> wine, that wasn't me, that was somebody else. Right. Yeah, everything's just crazy over here in comparison like yeah people were getting drunk at like 10 and 12 really like they yeah, eat beans yeah. for breakfast jason you gotta drink early, <laughs> we don't, you, know? we don't. you do Red Bull. I've been, i have been i have beans for tea like you know wait 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 beans for tea <laughs> what the fuck language are you speaking right now i thought you were english beans for tea. even james cameron's confused you know like <laughs> i i've never heard beans for tea that's, it, that's it's a, a regional thing, life. but like yeah. at least where I'm from, it's breakfast, dinner, tea. T- ten and two, oh, right? Man. Most of the UK will disagree, but I don't care. Yeah. So. Meg's Meg's table flipping her. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> As a yeah. true, my, my tea says it's Grimace's birthday. Is this where I Jason violently throws up? <laughs> the, the purple yeah. stuff. Yeah, that video yeah. was pretty funny. You sent me from uh, it's like a TikTok of this lady, and she drinks the purple thing and then turns into like fucking the grudge or something from it. <laughs> um, anyways, and she's literally uh, walking on the ceiling. It was a good effect. Yeah, I like, know it was, it was, it was well ones. done. Yeah. It was like a good little like yeah. I don't know. It was a good yeah, it was a good TikTok. Uh, though the series itself focuses on a group of kids going on an adventure, the biggest name attached to the series is that of Jude Law. The kids encounter Law's mysterious Joe character on, on their journey. Yeah. With they teach each other from Star Wars Celebration, showing Law's character seemingly first meeting with the group when they locked behind when they were locked behind bars and using the force to free them before joining mm-hmm. them on their quest. I never even thought about that, Rob. That might be where how Kennedy even knows him, huh? Was uh AI? Joe? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as you'd yeah, expect, she produced that, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what I was. I I didn't thought about that. Uh, as you'd expect, Jude Law couldn't provide many details on his character, but did label him contradictory. And he mirrors the world in a way which the kids get lost in, adding that at times his character can be nurturing to the children and at other times threatening. And uh, yeah, I was, I was told he was their teacher, and that that that. So I'm guessing he becomes their teacher, um, either in the force or in, in being a, a a little scammer of some kind. There was there were characters that were in games that didn't make it out, like in Ragtag. There was a character, if you watch my, my ragtag video, who was uh, going to be a Padawan. Then Order 66 happened, never became one or something. 
and then um, has access to the force, but just uses it to get free dinners and to cheat at cards and stuff like that. And uh, I'm thinking that Jude Five Law records. might be that that archetype or that that concept uh, at play here. Five records guy, the Fud Records guy. So Jude Law goes on to say, I can't tell you very much about my character. He is someone the children meet on their journey on their way to get home. He, like the world they experience, is contradictory. At times, a place of nurture and other times a place of threat. What I love is because it's through their eyes, you know, there's a kind of goofy relationship between the kids and the adults. And other times it's really quite dark and scary, which I guess is what the world looks like to an awful lot of 11 year olds. So this is this is starting to make me personally think that, uh, yeah, he's not exactly a Jedi. He has access to the Force, but he's probably sort of more like more like DJ with Force power. DJ from Episode Eight with no Force Jedi powers. means bad thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got to have a Jedi in to be good. Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah, which to me but, this is way more interesting than just oh a Jedi that. But does he like survive? Like he's someone that isn't a Jedi. He's just got the Force. Yeah, but is he going to have a weird accent? And Tor is, is he going to do that with a weird accent? Come up with uh, a weird no, accent. No, no, he didn't have a weird accent. He had a normal accent, but he stuttered. Yeah. He stuttered. Remember, um, DJ talking about DJ. You should hear Macquarie <laughs> talk about when uh, Benicio invited him over to his house to mm-hmm. go talk to him about uh, Usual Suspects, and he's yeah. like, Brian Singer told him never to talk to the actors, but he went anyway. You know. Yeah. <laughs> and then Benicio did the the weird voice like, right you know that he does it and he just sat there like oh we're fucked you know <laughs> <laughs> and i mean benicio made it work but he's like he didn't tell anyone so benicio goes on set the next day and none of the actors knew so their reactions when he starts speaking in the lineup is genuine that's their genuine f- oh really fucking and they're like well we can't understand and they're like yeah but if you can't understand no one can understand so you should all just react to that like in that way right. like yeah um all right so the series takes place between return of the jedi and force awakens and just we all know this stuff right here uh, christopher ford says quote for us it was a great era as much as the new republic are trying to bring things back to peace it's kind of a lawless wild time there's a lot of danger if we had said it earlier the kids might have might have just met the empire and got shut down this is more of the galaxy to get lost in so this is where, yeah, when you're out there, like basically there's no one's regulating anything is kind of the point, I think. Um, it goes on to say, Bespin goes on to write, one thing that was revealed during Star Wars Celebration back in April was that the talented list of directors attached to Skeleton Crew would include the series for creator John Watts, um, Jake Schreier of Beef, David Lowry from The Green Knight, and Academy Award-winning director duo of The Daniels, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Christopher Ford spoke glowingly of the Academy Award winners, revealing that they brought fun to the set and were really able to run the production well for their episode with Jude law adding that their director was able that each director was able to bring their own personality to the individual episodes, including the Daniels. So Christopher Ford says, quote, they were fun. They were really fun. There was a great dynamic on set in the morning. They'd always do a special warm up exercise and they really know how to run a set well and make it fun. And then Jude law says the series was right. was the right amount of elbow room. Should we call it maneuverability? that or what maneuverability i don't know what the fuck that word is that each director coming up with their own perspective and there's definitely is a kind of flavor of the daniels um as there are everyone else is this really like a fucking word look up he's your buddy 
See, this is what happens when you no, play Fortnite all the okay, time. So, so you lose your ability to type. So it is maneuverability. It just, it just, yeah. it's, it's like spelled incorrectly. It's all what that it is. Okay, it's spelled Britishy. Is it that Britishy? Yeah. Is, it, is that I, how you I guys think spell it? it is? I think, yeah. yeah okay. Okay, got it. You so think I'm joking, Jason, but... You know. uh, I've never noticed that one was spelled differently <laughs> somewhere else. Um, Skeleton Cougar yeah. does not have a confirmed release date, is the point. And uh, we think that one will come out at the end of the year. And they were saying it would come out at the end of the year. But I am of the mindset that if the strike lasts too long, they may end up pushing that one um, and just giving a little bit more padding to everything, you know? Eye of the Mind makes the movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's true. But uh, yeah, so uh, once again, Skeleton Crew, I, I'd say most likely very, I'm thinking after Christmas, either way you cut it. Just just a guess. But I'm thinking it's at, it's going to be like how, was it Boba Fett that came out after Christmas? In that yeah, little... it was this, yeah, it was the like, Chan, and Chanura, I think. Yeah, and that, that did well for them, you know, in terms of uh, it wasn't hurt by when it came out at all, so I would I would think it goes that way for that guy. And do we have any indication when Bad Bash is coming? We don't. Okay. Well, at least I don't remember. When Bad Bash if, is good, damn and ready. Has it true? Just fucking start it with Bad Bash. It's the Bad Bash it does things when it wants to. Rob, I want to thank you for telling Attitude what we were all thinking. Uh, James yeah. Mangold shares new details on the Star Wars movie. Unlikely to use Jedi term interested in speaking with george lucas look at george he's like you want to talk james man it's always a writer. rothman it's always the, the, a rothman jason look at this one right what? quentin rothman anyone know why rob likes tom cruise so much i like the mission impossible movies i like the way they've gotten better i like christmas Ever Requ- i like the whole crew why the yeah. fuck do you people out there like Zack snyder so much you tell me what's he ever done for you i don't know tom cruise tom cruise yeah. ain't done shit for me i know that much yeah yeah um, no, so he's a man's gold guy. James Mangold, man's gold. the writer of an upcoming untitled Star Wars movie set 10,000 years before Star Wars Phantom Menace, which is to see the discovery of the Force and first ever Jedi, is currently on the promotional circuit for his latest Please effort. Do, Jason. Indiana Prevent, Jones yeah. and the Dial Please of do. Destiny, and during the run of the topic of his exciting new Star Wars movie, has arose. Before we continue, you could support Bespin on Patreon and give him a coffee. The Logan director has today featured on the popular podcast Happy, Sad, Confused, hosted by Josh Horowitz. The bulk of the interview naturally revolves around Indiana Jones. But Mangold discussed the upcoming Swamp Thing movie for DC Studios, his scrapped Boba Fett film, which you can read about here on BestinBolton.com. Interview, by the way. And, and of course, his upcoming Dawn of the Jedi Star Wars project. Mangold was asked about what appealed to him having a movie set so far away from the various Star Wars trilogies and series. And with the director explaining that the idea of having so much space is appealing to him and that having such distance from the various canon Star Wars series and films allows him to tell a story where he doesn't feel con- constrained. He says, yeah. when I talked to the Star Wars clerics that keep track of all those timelines, I was like, so when would this have happened? And they said 25,000 years before episode one. I was like, oh, I was looking for distance, and that's distance. I'll do it. I might find Charlton Heston in an abandoned subway station with some vapes, but I'll do it. But the reality for me was that feeling of space, pun not intended, but apropos, I hate that word, was something that I felt apropos. Apropos. Was was, 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 apropos. 
Apropos. That that's felony. A poopoos was something that I felt really important. Not to get away from I drank a shake. I took an apoopoos. <laughs> was it purple? Was it purple? <laughs> How you know? Yeah. Looking at my poopoos bottles. <laughs> I'm not to get away from the fan service of the or the intricacies of what George Lucas had set up and dreamed of, but just to have the space to tell a story and not be instantly encumbered with the bases that you have to tell or that you have to it. Honestly, there's no other way to explain it to folks other than to say it's like that game we played as kids, Twister. At a certain point, you're in a tangle because you're just kind of trying to get a way to tell a story with so many constraints that you can't, says James Mangold. So as the conversation... Did you ever play Twister as a true? Do you remember that game? Once. Right? Did you ever get tangled up? (laughs) He's looking like... No, okay. No, he was like, he was like, you know what's better than Twister? Uh, Fallen Order, and he walked away. <laughs> um, as the conversation progressed in regards, uh, you got me there. Battle for, he's all, you know what's better than Twister? Battlefront <laughs> Two, and he walked away. All right. right. As the conversation progressed in regards to his upcoming Star Wars movie being set so far before the Phantom Menace, and the film being focusing on the origins of the Force and the First Jedi. The podcast host asked if Mangold had or would be looking to have conversations with creator George Lucas, given Lucas's extent uh, existing lore in regards to the Force and Jedi. Mangold revealed that he has not spoken with Lucas at this time and likely wouldn't for quite a while due to the ongoing Writers Guild of America strike, but added that before presenting the Star Wars creator with his idea and treatment, he wants to protect himself and make sure that he's developed the project but- enough before bringing it to Lucas. But Lucas just bought Star Wars, so wouldn't they speak about it? Rob, I, I got to tell you something, man. <laughs> that might not be true. That story <laughs> might might be made up. I'm thinking. What? <laughs> I'm thinking it might be not true. Oh, um, no. So he, he goes on to Been say, "Duped again." I have not had a chance at all to talk with George Lucas with what I'm thinking uh, on this Star Wars movie. He was involved and read the script for Indiana Jones and was a Ford versus Ferrari fan. I'm told. I am, but I would be very interesting to talk to him. I mean, I'm a little protective of myself, even in the sense of meeting Bob Dylan in relation to the Bob Dylan film, a complete unknown. I like to have myself together before I get into those kind of situations. Every good idea skates on the edge of being um, precipitously awful, and every safe idea never gets towards that edge. So the trick is always to develop your idea enough so that your compatriots, consultants, and mentors can understand how you're avoiding going over the edge and not just daring it. Obviously, as a writer, I'm I am on strike right now. So those solutions in that process is not going to happen right now. So at Star Wars Celebration. Ass. Yeah, yeah. After Gilray, is. you know, he's like, oh, that's all. Like, come after me. <laughs> right. Um, so the, on the happy, sad, happy, sad, confused podcast host asked if we'd hear the words Jedi force or midi chlorians mentioned in the film, the dial destiny sort of the, the dial of destiny sort of, I guess he means director sort of shut down the idea of those long terms being used, pointing out that branding will likely come later, but that the audience would experience something that would become known as Jedi quote. I don't want to make any guarantees one way or the other but it would be done before Jedi, meaning you might be experiencing something that might become Jedi. Despite people, despite people making movies in other ways, 
I don't tend to think people brand themselves before they've actually found themselves. You don't come up with the name of your organization before let's put a big thing on our chest. I think branding happens later. James Mangold Star Wars movie currently doesn't have a release date, but is expected to release in December 2027. Mangold's next effort, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, releases in cinemas tomorrow, June 30th, which is out now. Tomorrow? So here's here's the uh, the uh, thing. I've, I've had some uh, actually like nice and respectful, uh, if not even fun, conversations with people on Twitter in the last couple of days uh, after this interview. And my take on this, is, or a take, is that it this is going to lead to the demystification of the Force. But the thing about it is, if Mangold follows anything that has ever been established, though, at all, uh, which I believe he will, um, the, the, the Force intrinsically is intertwined with everything. It's just that these people didn't tap into it. So even if Mangold says it's the first person, it doesn't mean it's the first person. It just means they think they're the first people. Just like if there is a God and you've talked to him or there are aliens and you've talked to them or whatever, you're the first person. You think you're the first person to, to do it, but you're, you're not. You're, you weren't. You weren't. Or does Moses know what Adam did? Well, I guess maybe he did. I don't You see what I'm saying, though? You see where I'm going with this? Uh, point being is that it like – so what you have here are the first people who learned how to commune, wield, however what, you want to look at if, it. it what yeah. if he just names the first dude Jed? You know? <laughs> My name is Jed. <laughs> yeah. I am Jed, therefore yeah. I am yeah. Jedi. Yeah, yeah. And he speaks yeah, like Yoda. He's a midge, you know? He's I Jed instead of Jedi, right? I well, Jed. No, I think he's more I mean, like a, yeah, a slim, slim pickings, but like a four, you know? Do or do not. There is no try. Ha! Man, yeah, kind of he ain't no darn trying if you <laughs> don't no use a force. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, it man? Well, my name is it. Jed. That's squeaky. How y'all doing out there? First I'm little Jed, old Jedi. Jedi. Yeah, we going we gonna, we gonna to pish this one in Nebraska. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're going to do well. <laughs> no, no, but that's that's the uh, the thing. Like, I, I've thought about this this movie a lot and, and the concept of the time that Mangold seems to be throwing out there. And like, so if you think about it, like you end up kind of being able to borrow a lot from uh, maybe because it's on my brain because I've been reading it, but like My Hero Academia, what do you have in this story? You have superheroes begin to be born through mutations like the X-Men all of a sudden, and then eventually you have villains and you have heroes, but they're not regulated. So then a regulatory body comes into place. And Sounds then like some woke ass shit right there. No, uh, and then and then that's where you end up with a bunch of uh, you know, of friction and stuff like that. But yeah, if you think about it, like if you you know, imagine you're just a fucking evil pirate and you tap into the forest, you're going to become a menace to the galaxy. And so, why would the Jedi exist? Like, like we all like this idea, like, yeah, I just want to so good to like walk around like solving space crimes by herself. Like, that's cool. Like poker right? face, but like, without yeah. the woke. Right, like, like that. No, but it, it, but like that concept isn't inherently fun. Like the Ronin concept is fun. I like it. Now, does it actually make sense in that big galaxy? No, you would actually need a, a Jedi Order to be like, no, Count Dooku, you can't, you can't decide that your politics are this way. And now you're going to use the Force and everything to, to control but, the galaxy and make it how you want. You know, so so he. What he if has she's a, related to Parasophie? Stop. Like. What? Hammer time. <laughs> uh, no, but we, we end up no, but we, we, we end up with we end up with the possibility here of something that, that could actually actually I think realistically that premise is the one with the most promise. 
um, of, of terms of growth of various films and and who do they say gets to be a Jedi and who do they not or who can't be and and if you like Sith Lords and stuff like that, if nobody's stopping them, nobody knows a Sith Lord is bad. When I say Sith Lord, I just mean like an evil force user. Um, then you know, like at that point, you just kind of end up uh with a lot of storytelling opportunities and about how like how they figure it out and 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 not having certain dogma and regulations in place allows for those story elements to happen freely like in his version of the story this character might go and have like like four kids and a wife and or or whatever who depending on how it goes but you see what i'm saying but we know that that inherently is a flawed concept for a superhero it doesn't actually usually work out you can't you can't be a selfless jedi monk if you have possessions and if you are possessive so that leads down to these to these who are they cycles of drama. Ship, Jason? Right. No, exactly. But that's 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 where this right here might be might allow them to make a really flawed um Jedi character, a bunch of flawed Jedi characters, and then have it all go to shit all the time, uh, in ways that make sense and ways that make the other thing actually make sense too. Do they because get to it, kill kids? Yes. They will have to kill kids. Oh, what? Oh, I can't. They wait. will. They will. Right? Is it true? To. That's our favorite Star Wars when we are killing all them kids. No, 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 no. As it is quiet. Like, <laughs> yep, yeah. The, my, yep. my generation. That's, that's what they want. That's what they want. Yeah. They're all. They're all. That's that's when it's good. When Anakin's killing all them kids. <laughs> um, yeah. That's why I love that that uh, that uh, um, Kitster song, and like that Kitster country song, and like Kitster's like, I've been stuck by you when you killed all them kids, and it's so That's great. Right. Um, Real friend, James Mangold confirms that he's working on a Boba Fett movie. Did we cover this one? I don't remember if we did. Um, but yeah, when I when I told you he had been working on one, and you were like, that never happened. That's 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 not what I said. I said Kathy Kennedy said, said it didn't happen. Never happened. That's and not what I said. Happened. I said, yeah. I said it was. He said, he, and he never confirmed it. And That's, even in uh, those articles, he, he still wasn't confirming it. Like in the trades, confirmed. He confirmed the trades were saying it, but he wasn't quoting. He was. They were. He wasn't giving quotes. But David mm-hmm. writer and director of the coming Star Wars, Indiana Jones. Them. Yeah. Did we already cover this one? I can't remember. Yeah. Right, I think he covered like that happened, but then he explained like it's, okay, it was all racist and stuff. Right. So yeah, back in 2018, just days before the recent Solo Star Wars story, the Hollywood Reporter shared there that the director of Logan, James Mangold, was set to direct a Boba Fett anthology film for Lucasfilm and Disney. It was co-writing the script alongside Simon Kinberg, X-Men Dark Phoenix. The film never came to be, but Mangold confirmed his involvement on the project last week with Variety and has now shared more details on the Happy, Sad, Confused podcast. Host of the podcast, Josh Horowitz, brought up the past rumors of Mangold previously working on a Star Wars film, with the host relaying rumors that the Logan director was more than dabbling with a Boba Fett film a number of years ago. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to go to the quote. I'm running out of time here. Um, wait, where, where did it go? Wasn't there the, okay, I, okay. At some point, I was doing it, and I was probably scaring the shit out of everyone. But I was probably making much more of a borderline rated R sort of spaghetti western, a single planet spaghetti western. Yeah, we did cover this one. That would never have been able to embrace Baby Yoda if if they made that movie. Uh, if That's I didn't right. really belong in the world I was envisioning. So, yeah. Yeah. Which which uh, you could read the full article at bestinbulletin.com. But that's you know yeah I I 
I like what 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 Mangold did with um, Indiana Jones. I mean, that's the one that that's that's the movie that he done that matters to me the most now. And uh, I like what he did with it. I didn't think he emulated Spielberg well enough, but I think that's because Mangold's is Mangold probably. And uh, so to an extent, like I I like respect that. And uh, when it comes to a uh, Star Wars, I don't really necessarily want filmmakers emulating i don't want mangold to come here and go well what would jj abrams do i would i want mangold to come and bring his his flavor of filmmaking to to uh star wars um and uh you know do it his way i mean if, if i have anything though i'd say there's a lot of action in that indiana jones movie like a, a ton yeah it's and, pretty and, nonstop. And, and a lot of it's really good and some of it is just very much like to through the motions just like this is just action stuff happening and uh, whereas spielberg i think is, is is a little bit more like insane so it can't exist unless it's like right kind of like on that stuff and uh so i hope um mangold um gets that better uh when, when he does the star wars I, I hope we don't have like i hope like he has the uh the sequence driven moments a little bit more down because like 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 there's like a lot of motorcycles in that movie and that in like Indiana Jones, right? But you could probably count only like a few motorcycle moments that really were cool. It's like why are you using motorcycles? Yeah, it, 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 cool it, it was quite moments. busy. It was quite busy. It was, it's a little, little too busy lot, at times. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, oh, I, I don't usually mind when you know I like Transformers. You know, where but they even it felt like the <laughs> Transformers films had moments where like they were actually like aside from the moment on the boat, really, mm -hmm. um, when they were speaking like after like the first like. Uh, once they, they they meet up and get going, like it, it's pretty nonstop. Like, I I didn't mind that. I was I'm quite surprised by this. Like, but at the same time, it was a lot to take in. On yeah, you know, a first watch. And you, you know what? You know what? We never got in the movie. Well, um, we never got. Remember in the trailer, there was like uh, Phoebe is there and Harrison's there, and like these boulders come down, like like two like Raiders of the Lost Ark style boulders in a contraption. Remember that. In the trailers, I feel like I'm from I'm the. Not... I think it was in the D23 trailer, oh, and um, it okay. wasn't there. And I'm of the opinion now that it must have been an alternate Archimedes tomb um, contraption, and they must have changed it to be water displacement, or we went from that those boulders to water displacement, and they were like, "Oh, the water displacement's enough." You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. It, it, I, I like the different stages of like the tomb and stuff. Like it felt, yeah. Um, because I, I was just like, I don't know. I was, I, I felt like the actual production and stuff was way better than I thought. Like the scale of everything was, yeah, really, really good. Because I was, you know, the set photos we had of the Romans, it was just like a bunch of people in Roman armor. I was like, how are they gonna make this feel? I thought it was just gonna be like just a couple of them stood there and that like they happened to like. Be there for a few seconds but like you know i11 and whatnot did an amazing job like oh yeah it, it looked amazing it, it was yeah. fantastic and uh another thing is like like when rob and i did our inter or our interview our review of argument indiana, our indiana jones dial of destiny where we uh, both argument. agreed that it's oh. a movie um that indiana jones in the opening that we're not there yet on recreating old people into young people we're not there yet nope I asked my kids, I was like, hey guys, did you like the, the opening? And it's like, oh yeah. And I was like, what do you think of the effect? They're all like, you couldn't even tell. And I well, was like, they, no, they, they should go be in charge of ILM. Right? Well, apparently they are. 
kids yeah. at heart. They're kids at heart, yeah. Rob. I personally, no, as as like, I enjoyed like it. Like, it, didn't, it didn't bother me. It didn't it bother wasn't, me. Yeah. I think based on the stuff, it didn't show, bother like, me right on the DVD box, you know, <laughs> as a true. No, the, no. Um, <laughs> the shot that we saw when he, they take, they take the, um, the bag off his head in the trailer. I was like, okay, that's like incredible. Yeah. And there was only maybe one shot it, which went a bit blurry for some reason in like, towards the end of it that looked off but like i was like i knew it was not going to be perfect like Every... it, it it's re- you know 1980 harris like it's not going to be real but it i'd rather the film have that half hour for not in that way every visual like, it, effects it, studio is going to be lining up to recreate this quality of digital de-aging i guarantee you right right uh, i would uh, admit the look sure. looks better luke definitely looks uh, better Hawk, Hawk says, "Oh yeah, they used to stick a pry a pry it down in the ramp before they went through. That's totally not in the film. Yeah, yeah, there was it was it was. I not remember there. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, yeah. But anyways, uh, I I've seen the, the movie a couple of times though, and like the, the very first time, I was just like, yeah, the the de aging's not really it's not really there yet. I was expecting it to look better than it did, considering it was like a really expensive film." And I was like, this really isn't better than what they're doing on Star Wars television right now. And there's a lot more of it, obviously. So there, there is that that component of it. I'm like, what does this mean for the Dave Filoni Star Wars film? Because that's something that we should be asking because, you know, they're probably going to want to put Luke in it. You know that Mark Hamill's very fit right now. And uh, maybe it's because... No, we're going to use puppets. We're going oh. back to Hamill puppets. We're just going to use puppets. I love puppets. And I can uh, put my hand right hey, on Dave, Hamill puppets. Hey, Dave, can I... Can I get oh, you a a, a, uh-huh. a sprite? I mean a Zima. Oh, could you? Yeah, good. Oh, I yeah, love. Good. I, I drink Lacroix now. That's what I. Like oh, Lacroix, Lacroix, <laughs> yes. Lacroix, Lacroix. <laughs> I'm a. Croix. I speak like different Lacroix. I like to have a Lacroix and some In and Out Animal Style. Know what I'm saying? All right. Yes. You do. Bye, Davy. Right. I thought um, the whole the whole sequence was re- aside from you know if you didn't think the the agent was very good, like everything else was fantastic, like the, the quality of everything, um, okay. the sets and you know I it was on a much bigger scale than I thought because I you know I, I saw the set photos and it, that the train stuff wasn't far from where I was and it's just like you know it, I thought yeah that's I, how you got COVID because they were outside <laughs> your house doing that train stunt. <laughs> And, and, and Aaron Ingruber, right, was just Hans Ingruber, as you like to call him, right, as she was just coughing in your window and shit, right? Like this, this guy. Yeah. My 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 son just texted me and scared the shit out of me. I just get this thing that says I'm hurting. I'm like, what the fuck? And he's all, I mean, hungry. <laughs> but uh, big difference. You no, know, but where, where where I was going with that, Rob, was um, was well, I watched it now a few times now. Okay. And uh, I watched it once where I was like the very first time. The next time I watched it, I was like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna let all of it go. And I'm just gonna watch the, like this sequence. I'm gonna I'm not gonna I'm gonna turn off my critical faculties on the CGI on this guy, and I'm just gonna watch the sequence as it plays. And if this was filmed back in 1990, and we did we just never saw it. Now they're putting it in the movie. Okay, like that's how I like 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 that was like, and I was like, yeah, it's still a little bit a little little clunky for the opening of an indie film. It's still a little slow for the opening of an indie film and it's about 30 minutes and it should be about 22 minutes. And I feel like there are not certain, 15. 
No, no, it should have followed the pod race. Was fifteen minutes. Indiana Jones doesn't open with a pod race. The pod race was half the length of this sequence. But Indiana Jones has never opened with a pod race. It opens up with the opening sequence. How long is the opening sequence? There's a format. There's a there's a format here. They're about. It's not thirty minutes. Temple Doom's ninety minutes. It's a it's like a third of the Temple of Doom. They're they're about twenty minute openings. They're about twenty minute openings, like like opening credit scenes, right? And and that's what this should have been. This goes on for about ten minutes too 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 long, at the end of the day. And the data that we get out of those that extra time, I don't feel was like efficiently used. I don't feel like it was. You know what I mean? I I think it was there because they were like, if this works, people are going to want more of it. So let's make sure that. Let's let's make the meal a little a little smaller, but let's make the the appetizer really good, a little bit bigger. I think that's to win them over, and then hopefully they would. I think they were thinking they would win us over, and then they would keep us throughout the rest of the film. So it, it definitely felt, felt like it was getting a bit long. Like even for me, I was like, huh, yeah, because I, I I don't know why I didn't look at the running time. I thought it was like a two hour, two hour ten. It's film. also it's yeah. also because in these sequences, one thing should blander enhance the next and then you know you think you made one step but you're taking two steps back it kind of restarts itself three different times you know it's not building off it it's a different uh, this this sequence driven stuff the people who get it the most are generally these days animation writers like the animation people kind of get it more than screenwriters these days it's just kind of a lost art um uh, hawkward says do they know shamuk is safe how does he doing his work i hope they feed him uh, I know he 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 was part of ILM for a little while, and then he moved on to a different studio. So, but once again, not one person is responsible for the wins or the losses on any of these productions. You know, that that's the other other side of it. If it was a good win, you know, it would be. But yeah, they're going to DH Henry Cavill for uh, Superman Legacy. Well, the uh, the uh, question, uh, well, and where, where I where, where I was trying to go with this though. Is yeah, I'm curious if the people who do grow up watching this Indiana Jones movie, if it's never weird for them, like like there's 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 visual effects that are weird in in movies that I know are weird, but they're not weird to me because they have always been, you know, and uh, and that's that's one of the things with the de aging stuff is it works really great on children can't tell the difference and we can, and um, uh, CGI babies and uh, Flash have something to say about that. Oh, you mean children believe that? That you mean children believe kids. children uh, CGI will, kids are even yeah. creepier than yeah yeah well yeah. you know kids will buy anything right Jason right they think well, and like like I said the uh, the uh, the the uh, babies things, no you know what, what's weird is I like that I love that sequence in fact in Flash when he's saving the uh, babies and it's so weird though because um, when you imagine the sequence with realistic looking babies though the fun goes away because that's now horrifying it's weird it's 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 uh almost feels like it's it should damned. have been an animated it was movie. damned yeah yeah it should that that almost only works in an animated film like like realistically because right. it, yeah it's really it's Which that, is why i told you Indiana Jones weirdest... should be animated remember when we got into that all our oh unit? that's crazy and God. you said no it should be a disney that's plus crazy. live action show that, that'll go well no, we were talking about the Ravenwood show that they were talking about doing. Yeah, I said just make Indiana Jones animated. Yeah, that, that someone that's not... did a little two minute clip of that on their own. It looked pretty good to me. Go look it up, Rob. Anything could be cool animated, but if but you're making an either or argument here. Do I want to uh, fit Indiana Jones? Look creepy. 
So All right, Rob. Look weird for thirty minutes, Rob. So th- there, then, then just watch Clone Wars, Rob. That's because Star Wars. I don't movies. like CGI three D. I don't like that that uh-huh. Thunderbird style. Oh, shit. and it's weird. Looking. So, so now it has to be fucking hand painted with the blood of Warwick Davis, or you this has to look it. cool. You know, you hire artists <laughs> to make this look cool, or you let George Lucas tell you what looks cool, and you know, it's fifty fifty on that one. That sometimes, pussy hound. No sometimes you cool. get Darth Maul. Sometimes you get a Gungan. You know, uh-huh. you just can never tell. I think, yeah. the, I think the Gungans look cool. Which, yeah, by the way, get, yeah. I was going to bring up earlier, yeah. Benicio Del Toro was offered the role of Darth Maul and turned it down. Fun fact. He said, no, thank you. Yeah. I'll play DJ someday. Yeah. <laughs> said, I want to play it with a weird accent. And he's like, you yeah. don't talk. And he's like, oh. Then oh I don't shit. Play. He's all, at last they will have my revenge. Well, no, no, that's, that's, that's a, what you, that's your line. That's your line. I, and he's like, can, can I be a Gungan? You mock me. Like, you mock no. me. <laughs> no, your, your axe. He's he like, he's like, uh, hold on. Okay. So, okay, yeah, so, his, so accent, his accent was too offensive for a Gungan. To, to be, to be, be clear, yeah. Revenge Guy says, I want an indie ser- an animated indie series. Yeah. Oh, but do you, want yeah. A, an, do you want an indie series? Or do you see Rob is presenting a, a, a Sophie's Choice. Of oh, which like which her. baby do you want to yeah. die? Do you want the, the oh. movie? Oh, well, all of them. Or do you want the, the series? You just cut them all down. <laughs> oh, is that the answer? Indiana yeah. Jones. But you know, you starts... save like at least save at least a couple thousand for future movies, just in case. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> like butter, you can cut right through them. You're the um, last um, one hundred. You know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We did it, guys. Uh, a couple of things before we go. Um, yeah. I don't know if I mentioned it, uh, but I feel like I didn't. Um, they said the map of uh, Star Wars Outlaws of Tashara is bigger than the Division's map already. So what that's that just mean? one plan. What does that so, mean? That means it's, so, that means it's better. So, they, so their previous game, uh, which was a bigger map, so it, it wasn't. It's not a huge map, but like the main planet of Outlaws is bigger already, and there's going to be more planets. Obviously, oh, okay. uh, they said the reason why it's mainly bigger is because. In the division, you don't have vehicles, whereas it, on uh, Tashara, you're going to be using your speeder to get around, and there's going to be like open planes and stuff like that. So that's the, the main reason. It's not just you know bigger because bigger. Um, but they also did sort of say that like indicate um, Tashara is going to be a bit like Kobo, where that's where they've spent most of the time. So don't expect the same level for all the planets, because I know some people saying, oh, we're just going to get like. 10, 15, 100 planets that like as big as GTA 5, but no, it, it it's not like uh, the map is smaller than GTA 5. Like, this is a comparison. Um, and it's gonna be the main planet that they've, they've spent creating oh. the original for like a uh, Kobo. Mm-hmm. Um, also today, really weird, but um, Lego Stars the Skywalker saga's just got a new duplication glitch brought back so. It was a glitch at the st- when the game came out, and they've just enabled it as a feature a year later, over a year later. What, what, do, you, what do you duplicate? So you, you play as Mando, and you are able to switch to Grogu, and then change Grogu to any other character and just keep repeating it. So you can have more than two characters at any time. Because wow. okay. it, it was a bug, but pe- they took it away because it, it was... But it, but it was a, a fun bug? bug? So... They've brought it back as an extra. An extra. Uh, you type in the code, and it allows you to do it properly. But oh, okay. it's really strange because there was the update on May fourth, which added one new character, Luke Starkiller, which was already weird. Mm-hmm. And then they just said today, "Oh yeah, this is part of it." So they've left it like a 
good few months before saying, I don't know what's going on over there. Well, um, and if if you guys have massive problems with Captain Kennedy, you could also play as Captain Kennedy in the game, and you could fire. You her. can. You could play as Kathleen Kennedy. You could fire her if you want to. All you want. Yeah. Uh, can you no, do that? It's gonna be. <laughs> is that is that exclusive to the ps5 or are we all gonna get to do this like, oh no it's, it's only on the wii only on the wii on the wii the original wii <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah it's funny man as you saw that line bobby contact said that the switch 2 would be closer to gen 8 ps4 tech and i'm like right because the fucking switch is like wii tech like it's, <laughs> it's you know i mean they're doing a lot with it but you know it's, it's wii tech with bloom i'll wii tell bloom. you I'll tell you, Z- Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, fucking best game I've played in 10 years. Best game. It's so good. Yeah, like I said earlier, th- this year for games has been incredible. Like, they- there's been so many good games. They've all been selling well. And people seem to forget, but like, in terms of revenue, the games yeah. industry makes more than film, TV, and uh, music put together. Like it- it- It's just bigger in that way. So, yeah, yeah f- people aren't going to see films, but they're buying games. Buying games. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Well, everybody, as it's true, it was a nice surprise to have you on today. Sorry I didn't see your, your uh, message. In no time. problem. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be back. Uh, tomorrow's the 4th of July here. So um, I'm going to be doing I'm my... going away for a few days. So because I'm, you love America. For a while. Yeah, yeah. Are you going somewhere cool? or? Uh, I'm going to see the F1 race this weekend. Oh, okay, nice. Uh, I'm camping this time. With man's so gold? I'm going to... <laughs> I'm gonna... You're going with man's gold, huh? George He's might be there. Taken, yeah. Oh, wait, so that's another out. thing I wanted to mention. Um, I noticed that the indie premiere, George didn't look like too good. And usually George goes to um a lot of F1 races. And yeah, he didn't George, go George hasn't been, doing, no, he hasn't been doing no. great. Yeah, it's uh so I was like, yeah, because he, he, he usually turns up and he, he hasn't been at the races, yeah. so yeah, uh there's a there's a racer that he um is starting a production company that's like his friend and they hang out and stuff they're like real life buddies yeah and, um, might, I, i'd imagine it's lewis who's my and favorite, uh yeah. yeah and they they uh you know he was yeah, george stops him from there. retiring um when he got cheated yeah. uh, and like that was like an amazing story yeah like, yeah like, it's cool. such a good story yeah so anyways though yeah but i mean you know people need to realize that george lucas is uh over 80 years old and like you know, and that's why when they try to prop him up, like he's uh, you know, gonna buy Star Wars back, blah blah blah. It's like nobody's. I mean, come on. Like, do you not even know? You don't know how Hollywood works, but do you know how time works? <laughs> you know, you fucking idiots. Uh, that said, uh, it, it was it was it was a good time. It's a good show. A good 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 discussion. I don't know what the right answer is on Kathleen Kennedy. I don't know. I don't know if there is a right solution, and um, it's like the uh, she's gonna the, end the, up. Mm-hmm. She's gonna end up running Universal, right? If she don't retire, you think? Well, her her husband is seventy six. She's like seventy something, seventy to seventy two. I can't remember now. And um, at some point, she should you know enjoy her life and not just work. But I guess she likes making movies mm-hmm. a lot. And I'm gonna yeah. assume so. That's Harrison's still going. <laughs> Harrison's still going. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't need money. And he doesn't. Harrison's a weird one though because he doesn't need money. He doesn't seem to need validation. 
There's been I no think he indication. Said the reason why he says he just doesn't do good when he's not filming, like he's done so much more recently, because he's like, "Why? Why? What have I got to do? Like, to, yeah. if I was, if I was a millionaire, I'd not work for the rest of my life. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care. I'm playing. Oh yeah, games, no, so. me and Azadru and, and Bob, we, we'd be on like a fucking Titanic replica, being like, "Let's <laughs> let's fucking get the band yes. out and let them play." Right? Yes. Yeah, that's, that's what I'd be doing. I'd be like, and I'd be <laughs> like, and, and here's the part where we, where we put the PCP in the clam chowder. Dude, I found the interview where where Cameron actually admitted it. The like PCP? it was PCP. Yeah, 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 yeah. I found one. It was actually done recently with the Canadian interviewer, and he brought it up to him, and he goes, "Oh yeah, yeah." The guy put it in there. Apparently, he thinks the guy was they were trying. He was disgruntled with the company itself. Mm-hmm. He was a chef there, and he wanted them to lose the contract. That's why mm-hmm. everyone got it. it. Wasn't like they were trying to get him specifically, but yeah. Yeah, I I I saw. Was it? Were you the one who gave me the interview with uh, what's his name? The guy, uh, who's the guy who's <laughs> like, it's a question. The guy who goes on the underwater expedition who just died, Paxton. It was Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. And he was, and he was like saying, uh, he's all like, everybody starts freaking out and like the paramedics start arriving and stuff. And he says he looked at, at Cameron yeah. and, and he said, like, uh, I'm just going to go get a six pack and fucking ride this out. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, yeah, that's my boy. That's how I do it. That's how I did it too. <laughs> the crazy part was they they were in Nova Scotia, so the hospital only had like one person there working. Yeah. Eighty-two people showed up. Wow. <laughs> They're all yeah. fucked up on PC. Not a good yeah. time and nightmare. Some people had a couple bowls, but I, I, I feel I'm guessing like that, that that's one episode of Black Mirror you could do, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I watched the, uh, the, the 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 new Black Mirror episodes. They're pretty good. I enjoyed it. I had a good time. I like how Azure was like, if I was a billionaire, I'd never work again. Off to go play Lego Star Wars for the 800th time. Look at video about it. Oh, no, I don't hang out my F1 races. And then I'm going to yeah. go see Indiana Jones. But, you know, if I was a billionaire, I'd never work again. Like, listen, <laughs> listen. Just God because Azure is not a billionaire doesn't mean he's not a jet setter. All right? Living, Get it right. Living the dream, that guy. You know what I mean? Living the dream. And I don't even have Good to Good looks. Full head right. of hair, you know, and no long COVID, far as we can tell. No, right? nope, no, no. I, I, will, I have to say though, my smell hasn't been uh, as good. I no. can't really smell really? much so. externally yeah. or internally. Like, <laughs> I just what? can't smell like food and stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. All right. I'm just, I'm just clarifying that for the audience. Yeah. Well, okay. We get I, I, I gotta go because my kid's hungry and he's gonna. I'm all gonna right. have a little. You I'm gonna have a little revolt right now if we don't go. I'll see everybody later. Rob, I'm gonna take off right as the show's done because I gotta go. All right, yeah, all right. I'll go. tell you to see everybody. I'll talk, see you, I'll talk to you. Your grimace. Bye, guys. Have, have, enjoy the race. Have enjoy the race. It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey, it's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey, it's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey, you know you should go. Come on, let's go. It's not about spaceships.